<laughs> All right. And we are live. Welcome to the Iron Lords Podcast and the Lords of Gaming.net, episode number 102. And it's a glorious, another glorious Sunday. We're back at the round table on the Lord's Day. I'm very excited about our special guests. And we've got Google Leaks, PS4 and iOS devices, EA skipping E3, Labo VR, Sekiro, and Days Gone, and the Xbox Sad to discuss. So we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce some lords of podcasting who are not only good friends to the realm, but who truly provide a distinct insight on gaming news, cinema, and those powerful beings we respect from every comic book universe. Introducing one half of the Multiverse Show panel, which includes one of the most sarcastic podcast hosts in the game, the Lord of Chaos, and the owner of the keys to the Bethesda Kingdom, combined with the Gaming Gambino and Dawn of Deletion, and finished off by the Chief of Achievements and the infinite reoccurring guest of the multiverse. <laughs> Live from NC, Philly, and Canada. And for the first time, making their debut into the realm of the Lords together. My man, Lord Anchorman V2, Mike P. The Truth, and Undead 3XVI, Multiverse Show. How are you Lords doing? Forgot biggest hater for Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on boys uh doing good doing good uh glad to be on the show again and not just as a random guest appearance <laughs> <laughs> listen you've got the most appearances on ilp you know this right you know this well, yeah, yeah because you. usually how, how anchor shows up on ilp is pops in like he's the villain in the game here almost every week for the past couple weeks yeah man so what's going on first off start with anchor what's going on sir uh, doing pretty good so far oh i see that fallout cup <laughs> we lit we lit we lit that's what's up why you uh, got that 76 cup you better put that <laughs> got more than that okay i'm about to say well, you don't know that... you break out the pit boy mug yeah, right <laughs> now, that, that's right there worse than anthem that's a cuss word oh my lord <laughs> <laughs> no doubt good to see ache in the building we got mike peter truth his debut out here what's going on baby What's going on, everybody? I have long awaited the day where I would infiltrate the Lords of the Multi <laughs> the Lords of Iron to delete whoever and classify them as obsolete. <laughs> that was too much extra stuff. That was fantastic. And he did like that with that, with that Iron Lord shirt on. Yeah, you might get your first time. Long overdue. We've been kicking it for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. man. I'm excited to be here. Glad you guys had me on. No doubt, man. And of course, the king of achievements himself, the new Rainbow Six Siege operator. What's going on on there? <laughs> oh, I'm just here. I'm chilling. And I guess I'm supposed to be filling in for Creepy Bites. So I guess I got to be Italian. So <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Like, Ivan promised me pizza and beer, and I don't see any of it. So. <laughs> After the show. Yes, oh, okay. I'm not supposed to say anything. Hey, man, you don't gotcha. get painted up front. Never that. No. Lord of Perspective in the building, man. Good to have you back, man. Good to see the multiverse represented, at least half of the multiverse represented. So that's good, man. So you know, we already have the lords of gaming those four horsemen the original lords of the realm my co-host with the co-most my brother from another mother the difficult game conqueror and the how of the young wolf 
My man, Lord Addict, how you doing, sir? Doing pretty good. They got me all this up. You gotta switch that up. Uh oh. You gotta you, you gotta say, my man, <laughs> epic beard. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, man? You got me on this destiny on PC now. So mm -hmm. been grinding on that and finally hit five hundreds. That's what's up. I did it like a day and a half. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of jelly over here, you know, because I see you, he called you out. Hey, come over here and play with me on PC, be an elitist. There you go. There you go. Bye. I'm like, damn. <laughs> no doubt, man. What else you been playing, man? That's it. Uh oh, his mic. His mic. His mic. mic fell into his bed. <laughs> he's, just, he, he's just saving it for my segment. That's all. He just like, yeah, he, he's ready to cut in your segment. Are you, are you just not talking right now? Attic, are you there, sir? No, yeah, he's, he's, oh, okay. Wait, wait can you guys hear me? The audio cut out on my end for a little bit. I thought we moved on. I thought no, no, we weren't no, no. talking about me no, anymore. It was on your neck. It was on your neck. I just wanted to know if uh, anything besides Destiny. That's all. That's all. Destiny. Yeah, destiny. More Destiny. No doubt. No doubt. And of course, you know we have our most technical gaming. My beer has always been level five hundred. There, there, there we go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and of course, we have our most technical gaming lord, the solo gamer who lives for the single player selfish experience, and also the Sostradamus, Mister Offline Profile Illuminati, and Lord Patreon of the Iron Bank, my man, Lord Sovereign. How you doing, sir? Uh, hello. What's up? <laughs> he should be called Cloud Master. I'm, I'm confused. Is that Sovereign or, or Kid Smooth? Because that, that was the Kid Smooth. Uh, uh, oh, really? I have, a, I, have a I have a bone to pick. Uh oh. oh with the Iron Lord. Oh, with me? Oh, with me? Yeah, all of y'all. Oh, oh, yeah, I Everybody be quiet. Let me hear what's up. Y'all a bunch of suckers. Y'all wait till the week I'm not here. Uh, to go ham, ham on the Red Dead slander. <laughs> so like unchecked Red Dead slander last week. Not feeling that. You wasn't about that. No, not about that. I already knew. I already knew King's love for it was Fogazy. I knew uh, that. Uh, I, uh, I knew. I knew once he got past the graphics, it was over. Uh, you know, listen, 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 listen. I gotta no. call. I gotta call fraud on you. Oh, you no, 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 I gotta call fraud on you because you're going at me and you didn't even <laughs> allow me to say give you my rebuttal for what I did this week in it. You know. Oh, so, okay. So, so you out okay. here jumping out the window. Okay. So. You Okay, so for, uh, wait, wait till you wait till you go. You can rebut, and then I'll take it back if I, I feel do have that. I question for Lord King, real quick. Why would you have a question for Lord King right now? I got a question for him. You don't have to calm down. <laughs> Are you gonna like have a an episode when uh, the batteries to that die? Yeah, 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 yeah. It ain't nothing. You've been playing that quite a bit, man. They're gonna die eventually. Right. Well, you keep on wishing. <laughs> yeah, so I was not feeling that slander. I read, you know, four guys, I love you guys, but y'all in the bushes. Don't come back. Oh. <laughs> See, I think Inferno, yeah. Inferno, you cool. I think you were cool, but everybody oh, else. Clouds went in. Clouds yeah, Clouds went in. in. I love you, bro. People, you're disowning people that don't I, like Red Dead now. I, I love you, bro, but you gone. Don't come back to the realm. I, I mean, you've been <laughs> in the bushes since you said you like that shit. So I don't know what. Wait, to this is coming wait. from the man. This is coming from the man that played Kingdom Hearts twice. You did that to yourself I mean, twice. It is what it is, man. Like, it is what it is. Day, that is correct. Day, I definitely play more stuff than you do. So you can't oh, see here, here and come at go. me uh, and acting like yeah. I don't play games. 
Uh, when did I say you don't play games? I said you like whack games. That's all I said. <laughs> when did I say you play? You didn't play games. Are you gonna sit here and act like every game I play is whack? <laughs> no, just just that one, just the one that I pointed out <laughs> right now. Today, Sovereign has been away for a week, and he's back with bullets. He back, he back with shots. What have you been playing, Sov? What's going on, man? Dude, gonna make me have to go super sound on his ass. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Language and let's go, <laughs> guys. Uh, what you been playing, man? Oh, stops in the bushes. What is going on with the podcast? Mike, I LED them. Is Mike probably did addict EMP? Here we go. Mm. You I hear me? Yeah, I get yeah, you. What's up? Yeah, it was the addict EMP. That's what it was. Um, mm. I just played some DMC5. That was it. Oh, a little okay. bit. That's all I got to play. Oh, um, yeah. is that a topic? No, nah, not today. No. Not today. I'd like to talk about that actually. Oh, you're talking to everyone's segment, by the way. Jesus. <laughs> man, get a camera and talk to everybody. And when you get to his segment, he quiet. Hell, he just says hi. I know. Now he's gonna make up for Mr. Episode 100. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and, so um okay. and we have some we have some Patreon stuff at the end of everything. We didn't no forget doubt. about you guys. All right. No doubt, no doubt. That's what's up. And of course we have the incredible Hulk of this, aka the excess gamer. Ooh. The Lord of Combat Sports was a man of his convictions, demands nothing less than that premium experience, and is the leader of the fraud alert movement. Ooh. Beloved Lord King. How you doing, sir? I'm doing so great. Um, I'm doing so great. I gotta have on shades today because these eyes as big as golf balls, all puffy as hell. It's not going down. You're not gonna be shaming me today. I had to wear this war ready shirt. You see that the general's in charge. Woo! He's here definitely to keep uh addict and, <laughs> and your man Fallout 76 in control. Um <laughs> last night it was an epic night. Uh mm -hmm. we had uh drinks, food, and being yeah. merry. Hanging Absolutely. out with uh, lords of realms of their own. Shout out to uh, 108 Dragon TV, uh, a.k.a. Lemetheus. Yes, Shout sir. out to Tim Dog. Shout out to the giant Megatron. Um, it was uh, and, and in no particular oh, yeah. order. Uh, you know, um, it was an epic night. Uh, we were at a, a nice restaurant yeah, serving yeah. up giant T-bone steaks that I can't eat. But hey. <laughs> Hey, it was definitely a great night. It was a great night all the way around. What I've been, what what I've been playing? playing this week? Um, Destiny, uh, the Drifter stuff. Yeah, uh, the Drifter. Apex. Um, oh, shout out to L Boogie for throwing me in the bushes with all you Anthem players. I've been playing Anthem. Now, Let's I told talk you about guys, that. I told you guys that I would not buy that game. I will mm. not play that game unless somebody gifted to me. Mm -hmm. She waited until I was in the party. She said, yeah, <laughs> watch this. So I'm playing. I'm thinking it says a message on my Xbox, right? And I'm mm -hmm. thinking that's Division saying it's ready to download. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, Division, ready to download. So <laughs> I clicked the button. It said, you got a gift from L Boogie. <laughs> Shout out, L. Um, Anthem. Bro. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, I can't hit back. We sent because you talked a lot. You talked a lot about yeah. it. Can I point out the fact that um, mm -hmm. King, you are viable? So, no, no, no. Listen, I, 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 I listen. You're not buying your price tag. Your price tag was out from the jump. 
So you can't sit there and say I had a hidden price tag and I was like, no one can oh, buy me. No, no. I told you if if that happened, that would do it. And I was playing it all this week. Every time mm -hmm. that they were on, I was playing with Monkey. I was playing with Chris. And the first, my first experience with it, I was solo. Like I'm out there and I'm like, oh, I hate this game so bad. <laughs> you ever play something, but you just playing it because somebody's like they forced you to, like mm -hmm. like busy when they forced me to play Ark. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was like my older brother put right. me outside to get a to fight uh, somebody. And cool. I'm like, I don't wanna. <laughs> I'm just gonna need you to do me a favor. I'm gonna need you to to lock that fright that fraud alert. I can't afford to learn myself if I told you if somebody gave it to me. Oh, I no, I don't give you that. If you talk that this much is how the game, would you play at all? This is how fraud works, Addy. <laughs> if I said, oh, this game is garbage, it's trash, and y'all saw me online. Get <laughs> 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 it in like, yeah. That yeah. is different. That is all different. Right. So when I'm playing with them, mm -hmm. I'm not going to front. Uh oh, I'm not gonna front. Uh oh, the feeling of 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 how can superiority that you Blind have over the, the enemies mm -hmm. when you're with your friends and you're comboing and you're doing supers and you're shooting and you're moving. I'm out there level two. Mm -hmm. These dudes is level thirty. Mm -hmm. I'm playing on grandmaster and not dying. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm out there picking people up. Did I little did I know that the game was broken to the extent that I can have this gun that can do more damage <laughs> than level whatever one. guns they have? Because I was like, I'm putting them down. Boop, boop, boop. I'm like, oh, I they was like, yo, how are you still alive? Mm -hmm. I said, I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. Later this week, I found out that the game is severely broken to the point that you get a level one gun mm -hmm. that can actually be there, you know, stand the test of time. But oh, I'm not gonna going run. in on you. They saying bend the knee. Someone yeah, no, 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 out. You can they say going yeah, in. Yeah. yeah, but what oh, y'all? Don't, don't worry, Chad. I'm gonna buy me a fraud. So I'm gonna have to fraud him for us. Y'all must also say that I stayed true to my word. Mm. Now, if somebody would have got the game, and I still would have fraud refrained from playing the game, and I still would have said, "No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna go." Then that's being a fraud. <laughs> so that's it's been a lot of anthem for you then it's been a, a lot of it right now i'm level 15 um i don't have any masterwork anything i'm still learning the tower i'm still learning uh how the structure of the game goes but i can see that where uh they put a lot of their self into the game uh you know i would tell people don't skip past the story like Y'all complain that Destiny doesn't have story. They actually giving you dialogue trees for characters. They're actually giving you story law around the world. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to play Anthem and you want one of those Destiny people that is not a new story, then don't skip any of the damn story and get all the story because I don't want to hear, oh, Anthem has no story because that has nah. a hell of a story. <laughs> Anthem I'm just confused for him. I'm conflicted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why are you conflicted? You conflicted. I mean, what happened? You're going in with me with this anthem thing. Now you're going to jump shit? No, 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 I'm not telling you, you that. You are on the anthem. Listen, I'm right not, it's not a story. No. Don't skip anthem. No. If somebody told me, yo, should I go buy this game? I would say hell to the no. I would say, don't put your money. Do not invest a nickel in this game. I also told you somebody gifted it to me. Now, would I have taken my money and brought this game? 
hell to the no. But you know what L Boogie is having fun with? Me right now having to explain myself in front of the audience. <laughs> right now, of a whole thing, yeah. Right. She's I told her she had to get on the show, but I don't see her yet. And I, I'm the only one standing here. That's in the bushes. Yeah, well, you know what? You're playing what was that Kingdom Hearts? So I guess you're in the bushes. Oh, so that, that's the new thing. When I brace something up, you guys gotta hit me with yes, that. We gotta tell you out here frauding with Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I get you, I get you. Thank anyway, you. it's me, Lord Cognito. <laughs> I had to interject to stop you know, it. I'm here, I'm here, you know what it says. <laughs> Spread that realness in the realm of the ILP. Not telling you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. Same as King, season of the Drifter, a little bit of our Starlink for the Switch, and prepping for that division launch on Tuesday. So I'm excited, man. A lot of stuff going on. So uh, we got a lot to talk about, a lot of show, and we got into what the Lords have been playing. So I want to start off with Lords of the Multiverse, their video game system history. Now, mind you, both Lord Anchorman and Lord Undead have received the royal treatment before. Please check out ILP number one, Anchorman. That's when you was on. ILP wow. number one. Actually, we were ILI back then. We had an intervention series. Uh, so Anchorman had some great like number eight or nine or something. Yeah, like that. Man, that was and I got more seniority than you do, Attic. <laughs> he was dancing. Man, first off, I was pre one. Okay. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> a little nonsense and go somewhere else. Okay. So anyway, so that was him. And then obviously Undead, we had him on uh, ILP 71 for some great and hilarious history. But uh, we want to talk about that. Mike Peter Truth, and as well the formation of one of the most unique podcasts out there, the multiverse. So let's start with Mike P the Truth. Your video game system history, what got you into gaming? And uh let's let's talk about it, man. So I mean, I've been gaming since I was like three, four years old. Um, first system I ever had was a Mattel in television, if you could believe that. So this is going way back. This right, is where the right. controller had the little dial pad on it with like the little phone number clicker pad on it. Let's go. That was crazy. So I've had basically every system that since then. Um, you know, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis. The mm-hmm. only system I haven't owned, regrettably, is a Saturn. I've always wanted to own one since that. Don't worry, you, you ain't missed like, nothing. You got the gym cash, you ain't missed nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm hating. Stop. Yeah, wow. Great no, disrespect. Wait, wait. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, since we're talking, about, since we're talking about gaming history, my yeah. opinion is the Dreamcast is the greatest console of all time. Oh, that's hands, sure. Like, hands I, down. Hands down. I that's the greatest console of all time. But, um, but that, you that know, Saturn didn't reel you in. Let's just call it what it was. The Saturn didn't appeal to you for whatever reason, Mike. It didn't appeal to you. You know, it, you know, it didn't That's appeal to me back man, then. Man. But yo, know, one of my one Saturn of my favorite Saturn. fighting games of all time is Primal Rage, Ooh. and the best home version of Primal Rage is on the Saturn. Yeah, so I've been trying to I've been trying to find one so I could play that, but no, no. a lot of the, a lot of the game shops by me don't have them. But mm-hmm. but that's basically it, man. Like I said, I've been gaming since a kid, still gaming to this day. You know, PS4, Xbox, Switch. So now let me ask you this, because I I know you as a as a person who really likes like those like wrestling and follows for wrestling stuff like that. Now, did you have a sixty four? Did you get into any of those wrestling games, or even on PlayStation, or even further on? So, um, best wrestling game. Um, I would say that yep. I've ever played was on the PS2. Um, here comes the pain. Mm. Oh, okay, here comes, okay. Here comes here comes the pain was great. Here comes nice. the pain was great, and also on the N64 WrestleMania. I think it was WrestleMania 2000. 
On the N64 was a good one, too. Isn't that the one we used to call with the black mouth when they opened it? Yes. That was was an Aki game. That was an Aki game. Oh, okay. That was black mouth. I found that out. Black mouth. (laughs) We were playing, and they opened their mouth. I said, oh! Yo, <laughs> Yo, Mike, Kiss Move is with you. He said those was classics. He said, Here Comes the Pain was fire. He Here was, Comes the Pain was fire. That's what it, it up, really man. was. So, wait, Mike, you never got a chance to play the N64 games, the No Mercy, the none of that? You never well, experienced it? Well, was that, but was that, but it was the, the next one. It was the later one. version. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. You're later right, right. Ver- I never played the original one, though, but I did play the WrestleMania 2000. That was good. That was really good, yeah, because it was yeah. a game. Was that the one you could create your own pay-per-view and all that, too? Oh, that, that was late. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was in there. Yeah. That's what's up, mm-hmm. man. No doubt. So then you just transitioned to the 360 and, and, and you know, you know, you know honestly, th- that's another one. I never owned a 360. Wow. I never owned a 360. That yeah. gen, I was PS3 in the Wii. That gen. I didn't own a 360 that gen. Oh, man. Oh, you okay? Wow. Uh, Evan, we need to throw this man in the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> this man just said that he owned a PS3 and a Wii. I, you guys act like you don't already know that. Wow. I actually did. I called you out for your fraudery a long time ago. Right? They, just, they brought you on so that we could, you know, ambush you and do that. No, I'm, I feel sorry for him, man. Oh, like, if you got you to explain yourself. Like, like, what happened? Were you just not gaming at that period? Like, what happened? With no 360. I had P I had PS2 for I had PS2 for a while. Like I stuck with that for a while, that gen. Mm-hmm. Then it was like 2000, 2008-9-ish. Mm-hmm. I got the Wii. And then 2010, I got my PS3. So I kind of I kind of missed the early part of that gen. I didn't, I didn't uh, really get okay. started with that gen until closer towards the middle. Oh, okay. When okay, that makes sense. Started to gain some ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No doubt, no doubt. That's what's up, man. Some good history right there. Now, um, Lord Anchorman, I know we had talked about you at um ILP number one, and um, I just need to know because we had undead. I gotta get, I gotta get some confirmation on stories. <laughs> so uh, let's talk to you, Lord Anchor, as far as the formation of the multiverse. How did this start? And I also want to shout out the remaining members of uh, Fame Entertainment, Sam Tolbert, you know what I'm saying, and uh, the James Wilson. So let, let's talk about it. how did this whole thing come together, sir. So originally, whenever I started Multiverse Podcast, it was a pre-recorded show between me and Cal from Tick Podcast. Shout out to Cal. Uh, before, I was, before I was a part of Tick, before mm-hmm. I anything like that. Um, we, let's see, we did pre-recorded shows. We did like maybe four episodes, and we were like, this is stupid. I'm tired of pre-recording this and editing this. This is just a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. And so we stopped doing the show, and then I brought it back, but I brought it back with fame. Mm-hmm. And we did Fame Entertainment and I started the show back, and we kind of did more like as a guest show. Okay. So we had we we grab some random people, or mm-hmm. we grab industry types. We we just have random people on, mm-hmm. and so sometimes you had no idea if it was going to be like, oh yeah, this is some dude I just met randomly in a party, or oh yeah, this is a low key developer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have no clue. Wow. That, that was the idea, and it was always just random. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. over time, uh, we we did that for a bit, and I got I got into a bunch of gaming groups. Uh, that's where I met Undead, and mm-hmm. we were in a game group called We Game Here. Yep. And during that time, I was on my uh, Fallout 4 Reign of Terror. <laughs> <laughs> and so just constantly harassing promo? people with Fallout stuff. Was the Fallout 4 uh, promo train in full swing at that time? Oh, man. People were legit pissed. <laughs> people tried to get me banned from the group for posting hype for Fallout 4. <laughs> 
it was really funny. But um, mm-hmm. so Nick, Nick and I met each other through that. Mm-hmm. Um, I got him on the show at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't too long, was it, Nick? It was like maybe like episode fifteen or twenty or something like that. Yeah, that was back when you guys used to do seasons. I came in on season yeah. two, I believe. Yeah, for, the way we originally did it was we we figured it more like a Netflix season because. Doing a show every single week, people get tired of that. Things yeah. come up. Yeah. And so we what we would do was we would say, okay, this is season one, mm-hmm. and we would do one episode a week every single week. Mm-hmm. But if we do that for like you know thirteen weeks, then take a break for a month. Right. And we did that for a bit. So season two, we brought Nick on, mm-hmm. and it he stuck, and he just really worked for us. And so we we're like, all right, cool. And so we we kept him on. So, so, so Nick, our Nick's story is true, or that story is true with the reoccurring, the infinite reoccurring guest. <laughs> That's how he became part of the podcast. Yep. And <laughs> then after that, uh, mm-hmm. we joined TikTok. We joined a uh, tech network, mm-hmm. and we we did our projects there and worked through that, and it was great. And so during that time, uh, that's when we met James, and mm-hmm. James was one of our writers, and he was doing a another show called Tick United. And it was like him and somebody else, and they were just talking movies. Mm-hmm. And so we we're like, all right, well, that's fine. We'll, just, we'll figure this out. Right. And so we we asked him, like, hey, you want to come on? Because mm-hmm. Tick United wasn't really working out, wasn't grabbing a base, and we just we got him on board. And right. we kind of expanded the podcast into movies. Mm-hmm. So we're like, all right, cool. So we did that for a little bit. And over time, like we, we really kind of developed what our podcast was about, like just, mm-hmm. just having a good time, talk about whatever. Nice. And over time... I want to say, was it 2016, Mike, where you and I met? Yeah, it was 2016. Okay. It was about 2016, and it was Martin Luther King Day. Holler. Yes. Um, Great story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm on Twitter, and I see an individual uh, called JTech TV. Uh-huh. Shout so out to JTech. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> JTech. Shout out to JTech. <laughs> not not, not going to get too much into it, uh, but uh, he, Porter of the he goes hard for PlayStation. Yes, he does. <laughs> right, he rests PlayStation very hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he goes hard for PlayStation, and I I just happened to see something. I think it was uh, J Main from a uh, Press Start podcast. Oh, it's out the PSP, yes, sir. And so I I just happened to see this conversation, and I'm like, all right, cool. Let's let's see what's going on. And I see Mike had asked J Tech about like his PlayStation Legion. Mm-hmm. Uh, profile picture. Yes, and he said, like, "Hey, can I get one of those?" And what was it? He didn't he ask you like, did, like so, do you play? What was it like? He, so, some, so, some so he, he wanted to know what I played on at the time, and I said to him, mm-hmm. "I have a PS4, and I got a Wii U. I had a Wii U at the time." Mm-hmm. And he says something like, "Nah, man, this is only for PlayStation gamers. No dick riders allowed." Whoa, wow. language. <laughs> Whoa, language, language, language. The law oh, it. It's okay. <laughs> 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 and so I see that, and mm-hmm. so we just start roasting JTech in the chat. We're like, we're just we just start going at him. And um, oh, what was it? I posted a, I, I think my I only tweeted one thing at JTech. I got blocked so quick. Um, it was like I was something why. like, "I long for the day where we can judge a man not for the console which he owns, but the content of his game, <laughs> like his uh, game log or something." Like you do with so quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's how Mike, Mike and I met. And so we started talking for a bit. Mm-hmm. And like we got him on maybe a month or two after that. Yeah, I would say about a month. Okay, cool, cool. That's what's up, man. So then they expanded. And then, uh, like I said, so pretty much uh, initially the foundation of it was, all, it was just was always from the beginning was going to be gaming and comics. 
in you know cinema was that always the initial like goal for uh, multiverse when we started initially so like when, when during the cal era it was more of a mm -hmm. comics movie stuff focused mm -hmm. uh, group or a show but then whenever during the fame era mm -hmm. uh, we we were mostly gaming at that time I and mean, we would talk about like okay if a superhero movie came out we were gonna talk about that because we were both interested in that, and that was something that I think most people would get into as well. Mm -hmm. But when we brought James on, we became more of a cinema podcast and having that extra focus. Mm -hmm. So it gives people a little more flexibility. And um, as you guys are quite aware, uh, mm -hmm. sometimes people tune out <laughs> during certain sections. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, so, yeah, we've, we've kind of always been like a catch-all podcast. Mm -hmm. Just kind of hitting up whatever we need to be. No doubt, no doubt. And Lord Undead, also AKA the Lord of Perspective, joining that crew, manning it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you just you figured you stick around, huh? No, I I just I show up when I can. Um, mm. I, I'm not as frequent uh, lately because my wife's uh, doing some online schooling to become a nurse. Mm -hmm. So I'm a lot more inconsistent than I used to be. Mm -hmm. But I still make it out when I can, and I always enjoyed myself. And like I said, there's nobody that I've met in the Twitter space mm -hmm. uh, that I would have met without being on Multiverse and That's getting to know fun. everybody and everything else because I didn't even have Twitter. I was like, wow. oh, if you're going to be on podcasts, you got to be on Twitter. I'm like, right. oh, okay, I'll do that. That terrible, terrible <laughs> idea. Doing Twitter too, right? That's exactly what Cognito did to me. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I got Duke too. I got if, it. If, if you want to go to, to, to um, FanFest, you need to have Twitter because that's how they talk. I'm like, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up man shout out to Edgar, man spreading the evil influence of twitter to everyone that's what's up <laughs> no doubt man that's what's up man good little history and then um so what about well last question Egg. uh what give me the order of multiverse members as far as when they came or who was like the the, the last person to come on sam <laughs> oh so sam, sam was Gotcha. Last one. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. That's what's up, man. Good little history going on. So, you know, we got to ask the lords here of the multiverse the top five question. So, we're going to start with Mike P. The Truth. Mike, I need those top five video games or franchises of all time, sir. So, so, so games or, or whole franchises? Either or, either or, whatever is most right. important to you. All right. So, if you're asking me my top five games of all time, I got to mm -hmm. go. Number five, Gran Turismo 3 on the PS2. Um, number four, I probably got to go Resident Evil 3 is number four. Resident Evil 3? Interesting. Resident Evil 3. That, that's still, like, the remake, Resident Evil 2 was up there. That's number two, but so Resident Evil Nemesis 3 is still tops to me. Yep. Nemesis yeah, okay, was great. Mm -hmm. um, that was four. If I got to go number three, I'm going Final Fantasy 10. Mm. Um, number two. What you got? I'm probably going to say number two. I'm going to go. Well, number one is Shenmue. Number number one is Woo! definitely Shenmue. Number one is Shenmue. Number two, I'm going to go Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh, number two. It's true. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Did uh -oh. Mike just list a stealth game in his top five? Hold you know, up. You know, I, those are the. Oh, everybody knows I don't like stealth games, especially games where they force you into doing stealth. Uh -huh. But the the original Metal Gear Solid trilogy, like Metal Gear Solid two, three, and also Twin Snakes, those games I loved. I love those games. I got those. Those are the only stealth games I can honestly say I ever really enjoyed. 
I gotta ask you about the 10. That is unique. Like shout out to the chat. Everyone thinks that's unique. So seven didn't impact you the way 10 did. I thought it was I thought it was good, but I thought 10 as far as the storyline, the mm. characters, the world, the summons, it just oh, had a bigger, it just had a bigger effect on me. Also, also 10 was the first one that had voice acting in it too. So it made it a little bit more impactful. That's what's up, man. What you say, Attic, about it? His it's one of my final favorite Final Fantasies, too. Mm, and, I'm, and I'm also one of the people, too. I think 10 2 gets a bad rap. I like 10 2. No, I'm not about that life. So you can, you can go through that one. <laughs> now, what don't you like about it? The, the combat was fun. Uh, the storyline was a good continuation for Final Fantasy X. What the, what, I understand what everybody doesn't like about it. I just I don't like the way they went that direction. They brought some chick named Paint on there that they you know they explained who she was, but you had to play like half the game to figure it out. That <laughs> they completely got rid of the sphere grid that made Ten special. Like, nah, I'm not about that life. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. I got like probably a two days in that game. I'm just not about it. That's what's up. Now, last right, last question, Mike. You got one of my favorite near and dear franchises as your number one, which is Shenmue. I need I need you to explain to the people why that was on your number one list. You know what that game did for the time was Woo! nothing short of revolutionary at the time. I mean, the the fact that you could go through Rio's house and you could open drawers and take yes. stuff out of the drawers like no other game was immersing you in the world that at that time. It was just, it was just crazy. It was crazy. No other game was like that. We had a day night cycle. Yep. Get a job. You could go you to get a job. Eat. You had to go home and go to bed. You could buy stuff out of the vending machines. It was Facts. great. Arcade Facts. perfect games that you can play in the arcade. That was nice. Yep. But he had uh, what was it? D King. They had um. Hang on, mm -hmm. and space Harrier. Space, yeah. Harrier, space Harrier, and hang on, fully yeah. emulated. Man, that's what's up, yeah. man. Shout out to Bone. He said Shemu was the first real game, yeah. It felt like a real game, like it was a life simulator, like it was just crazy yeah. for its time, man. Good list, Mike. So, uh, I got it. We got Undead back. So, uh, Undead, uh, I need to know do we have any revisions to your list? Last time you were on on IP71, you had Hitman, Metal Gear Solid, Splinter Cell. Halo and God of War. Does that need revising? Oh, that, that needs revising because oh. um, <laughs> uh, for the simple reason is back then I was still running on a laptop. So I picked up a PC again more recently, got a nice little desktop, and I started diving back into some of those, some of those great 90s PC games. Oh, God. Let me tell you, Here comes Baldur's Gate. <laughs> yeah, here comes Baldur's Gate. I can feel it. Yeah, no, Baldur's Gate 2 and all eight discs of it are yep. the best. The so best. Hold on, hold on. Who comes off the list then if it's Baldur's Gate? Oh, for Baldur's Gate? Does Hitman <laughs> come off the list? Does Metal Gear, Splinter Cell, Halo? Splinter Cell no. goes off the list for Baldur's Gate. Splinter Cell oh. in the bushes. And I'm, I'm going to tell people right now, if you want the pure 90s FPS genre, if I want to give you an encapsulation of the best part of pc fps gaming in the 90s go on steam right now and for i think four dollars you can pick up a game called redneck rampage yes <laughs> yes, I yes i remember that go pick that up and you can thank me later <laughs> a biography attic oh wow Jesus, oh my that God. was low key right anyway. Don't get it. Here comes the EMP. It's coming. <laughs> so, Nick, 
So, Nick, yeah, Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn's yeah. not in your top five? Okay, listen here, Mike. We got to throw down about Horizon, Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn. Words, man. Sir, sir, I got to ask you because you brought this up and you almost put on your game of the year list. How does it feel when you boot up NBA Live and boot up the multiplayer and all you have to play against is Kids Move because you two are the only <laughs> people that play that <laughs> game? <laughs> now, here's the story. Here's the story. Every time on Multiverse, we could do a game of the year show, game of the generation show. Horizon Zero Dawn comes up. And then it comes to Nick's oh, turn God. to do his vote. And he goes, well, you know, I don't really like it, but I'm just going to vote it ahead of all these other games anyway. <laughs> look, look, I, I I have explained my Horizon Zero Dawn defense endlessly. It's one of those things. I don't like the game. I don't think it's that great. But when nine out of ten people disagree with me, then I'm wrong. And my <laughs> like, if I like, I could sit there and like, it's like it's like everyone trashing the attic for Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is an amazing franchise. Put some respect on its name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Horizon Zero Dawn. Bird, well, put some respect on my name. <laughs> but, li listen, up. all I gotta say is, is that Horizon Zero Dawn, if when the sequel is done, if they have better melee combat, facial animations that don't look like Mass Effect Andromeda, wow. and Whoa. give me voice acting that's actually worthwhile, I'm there day one. Wow. So you want a completely new game? Yeah. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> wow, that's crazy, man. And Lord Anger, man, I, I went back and dug in the crates, man. And we had you on at the time. It was I on YouTube. That is actually not on YouTube. But if you want those old archives, go to our SoundCloud. Go to Iron Lord Podcast. So I delete them. Yeah, I L I. We, we were the Iron Lords intervention. We were trying to convince Anchorman to play Destiny at that time, and he gave us his history. But at that time, we only had we weren't doing top five, and he only had uh two games on his list, which was uh Fallout New Vegas and Bioshock. So, Lord Anchorman, I need your top five OG list. Maybe you say Fallout seventy six. I will EMP this this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Egg? Oh, he cut out for a second. The EMP was uh, coming through. By yeah, the EMP was, you know, he cuts everybody out. All right. So back at the time of ILI number one, you had Fallout New Vegas and you had Bioshock. But we weren't doing a top five back then. So you need more franchises. Well, I need to know if those two changed as well. Okay. So top five. Let's see. All right. <laughs> I know. I know. Like fifth has got. It's like a tie between two different games. It's Let's well go. franchise. Uh, Minecraft and Darksiders. Oh, Minecraft. Okay. Yeah, okay. I've, I've as everyone on Multiverse could attain, I went hard on Minecraft. That's actually <laughs> one of the, the games that I first started playing with Anchorman was Minecraft. Uh, that's what's up. Wow. I actually, I can attain the amount of people that Anchorman convinced to buy an Xbox and then play Minecraft with us was an obscene yes. number we of people. World that that was like massive. That me and Anchorman and like four other people built. It was huge. Like, Dude, I, I was hosting game night on Tuesday. And they were like, "Oh, I see you play Minecraft." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to Anchor Let's check that out. definitely." Because I remember you helped me. That was that one month I went super hard for achievements. He was like, "Yo, yep. get in this Minecraft right quick. I got you a couple." <laughs> remember, that, remember that month I was training to, to oh, fight against Rand and Undead. I was going up against. You gave me the good list. I was like, "Yeah, baby, I'm in the gym. Let's get these achievements for free. Let's go." <laughs> No, what was it? we got to like three, four hundred, like in like thirty minutes. In like thirty <laughs> like, minutes, I was like, "Whoa!" I had to keep the pressure on Undead, man. He was coming strong at the end. <laughs> so so my, yeah, cold. Minecraft. Let's see, Minecraft and Darksiders kind of tied at fifth. Mm -hmm. um, Dark, I love Darksiders. That that game. Mm -hmm. I don't know Four what three? it is. It, I'm gonna. I'm gonna well, yeah, Dark, no, any of the Darksiders games. I 
Yeah. Darksiders 3, I just beat that recently. I'm like, damn. I, I still have that on my hard drive, and I've never even booted it up. I, I, I want to get to that. I'm going to get to part it's, three. I, 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 Darksiders 3 is a great rebound game. No, Darksiders 3 is that great rebound game. Like After you finish like a really long-ass game, like you yeah. finish Witcher 3, you finish whatever game you've been playing hundreds of hours with, you just boot that up, chill. You can listen to the story if you want. You don't have to. It's just good game, good game play all the way through. No doubt. Like it, it's real solid. So Dark Side um, added. Minecraft's been added. We're still keeping Fallout uh, New Vegas. Yeah, well, guy, I gotta keep Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> uh, the, number, number four, Assassin's Creed. Mm. The whole franchise. Wow, really? Yeah. There's only the one bad Assassin's Creed. That's Unity. Yeah, I, I see what they were trying to do with Unity. That's the thing. Yeah. I see what they were trying to do. I don't think the you tech really like buggy games, games, don't you, Anchor Man? Like, wow. I, I know. <laughs> if, you, if you played Assassin's Creed Unity when that thing came out on the Xbox One, it was okay. It, it was wasn't that buggy. The, the problem was when they started making patches to it. Because, okay, with the, with the Xbox One, the original one has a better CPU than the PS4. And so it could process having more people on screen. Yeah. But ever since they started patching it, it, for whatever reason, it started running like shit. Like it was just bad. Language. Language. <laughs> Three strikes already. Already. We're breaking limits on something. <laughs> um, all right. Three Spider Man. Yeah. Like, I play, oh, I play Spider Man yeah. games all the time. Mm. Like, I'm not even just talking about the PS4 one. I'm talking about all the Spider Man games. I'm talking about the PS4 like, one. No, but actually, Spider-Man '99. Yeah. Whenever it came, when that came out on PlayStation One, right? I played that like every Sunday, That's every cool. Sunday, play it all the way through to completion. That's what's up. Love that game. That's what's up. Spider-Man Two, that was dope. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then then I got Fallout. That's gotta stay. Fallout New Vegas being the standout. Absolutely. Love <laughs> that. Uh oh, addict fell yeah. out. He might have nuked the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, we gotta watch him. <laughs> we gotta watch what a fallout. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and then my, my, my favorite is still Bioshock. So never mind. I got background noise, y'all. Y'all got to excuse me. This is crazy. But anyway, so anyway, we got that out the way as far as the uh, top five revise. So uh, Lord Sov, do you want to take care of some business, sir? Yes, sir. Let's get Ooh. into this Patreon stuff. Ooh. Take care of our Patreon subscribers that we uh, appreciate. Help us out every to single month. 2,000 subscribers, you will get nothing that's behind me. <laughs> yeah, I think we've had some inquiries about adding some uh some tears that involve Lord King's collection. Uh, they can throw that right in the bushes. The bushes. Jump right in there with that. You, if you want to add anything from Lord King's collection, I would steer you in the direction of sideshow.com or xm.com or how about take yourself to ebay.com and find some statues. There it is. You don't get nothing free from him. No, we got, man. Let's take care of business, man. I ain't bank time. All right, let's go. Let's go. Uh, so first off, Lord Javier Medina, thank you so much for your support, my brother. Thank you, sir. Shout out to him. Followed by Lord Corey Lydick, Lord Whiskey himself. Lord Whiskey, Lord of the Eight Balls. You better get yourself to E3. I need my chef. Let's go. (laughs) What else we got? Followed by the PlayStation bra. Woo! <laughs> bra. That's what up. What else Thank we got? you, bra. 
followed by Lord QX7 Masters, aka Kareem H. Or reverse that, Kareem H. Aka QX7 Masters. That's what's up. Damn, sorry, putting people government out there. Salute, sorry. <laughs> Not, no, hey, I'm on the, hey, it's in, it's in the Patreon listing. That's yeah, right. just leave their government out. Jesus. <laughs> Salute, <to> Jonathan. <laughs> From <laughs> <laughs> giving his address. His monitor, please. Next is his address. Lord, yeah. yeah, that's the next thing coming. Lord Slow Mo Backslap. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Lord. Shout me out. <laughs> Lord Fastback 6768. Woo, thank you. <laughs> now leave it at that. Thank you. <laughs> Lord Stitch 6669. Woo, shout out to Stitch. That's what's up, man. Good support of the realm. Mm-hmm. Lord, Lord John Love the, with the R&B name. I love that. I love new album in stores. That's what's <laughs> up. Mm-hmm. Lord Sincere Quintana. Woo! Thank you for the support. Belly. That's my thing. <laughs> Continue. And our brethren, Lord Gaming Forte. Oh, shout out to Forte in the building. Hey, I see him. In the building, always. I see him. And the Lord of Back Compatent X Cloud, Lord Bill Stillwell. Great. The Wall of Bell. Respect Bill, boy. Respect on that name right there. Mm-hmm. Followed by Lord Tooze. Yes. Boy, Lord Tooze. I like Tooze. Tooze is funny. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the original Patreon subscriber himself, Monkey Punch. Uh, building always first in the chat. That's what's up. First to shoot you in the head in PUBG. <laughs> He's your teammate. And followed by Lord Sammy Prescott. What's going on? And of course, brethren, once again, Lord Jay Fonts. Oh, the Fonts. How's that Captain Marvel Fonts? I'm not about that. (laughs) Can you guys hear me fine now? Yes, sir. Unfortunately, I I don't know why. What it does is it it would read my. Yeah. My webcam, it's like no use in that. Yeah, that other mic was horrible. That's what I noticed. That, yeah, the, the oh, mic was bad. That was gotta go. Thank you. That's well, I don't I don't know which one's playing until someone straight bushes. Yeah, I did you. Well, whatever this one is, this is the better one. <laughs> that's because it's it's the actual one that's designed to speak into. Yeah, we like I, that. I, your interrupts are crisp, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> your buttons you got the crisp interrupts. <laughs> Oh, we have the king of the stream team, Lord Snaldo himself. (laughs) (laughs) Family from the cradle to the brave. Grave, not brave. Grave. (laughs) (laughs) Lord Loaded Pixels. (laughs) Cobera. Salute. Cobera. Followed by, of course, Lord Cat Daddy. Fat Snacks. When that dream daddy, so we we gotta update the people on attic. When's that going down? Uh hold up. He sent me some dates mm-hmm. uh that because I want to make sure that he's available for it. Oh, so, chat. Chat right it looks like mm-hmm. give me about a couple of seconds. Yeah, right. he sent me, he said mm-hmm. he will be free anytime next Tuesday or Friday. All right, so we're going to put it out there. Once you lock the date down, the Dream Daddy Challenge is up. Attic will be doing it. It'll probably be Tuesday because I'm off Tuesday. You try to get me to be in the chat with him. Yeah. (laughs) You can be in the chat, man. Tell me you you could be in the chat. 
You don't have to play the game. So you is the PS4? The PS4 is up and running now. No, yeah. I'm gonna get it on Steam. No oh, doubt. Yeah, he's an elitist now. He has cops <laughs> all that stuff that y'all talking about. I've watched him convert. He just did it. <laughs> yeah, I am playing the division on PC. So See, look at I'm, this. This is I'm, I'm boozying out too. I'm, I'm, I'm putting both my be... feet on my screen. I'm not hell with this. Good for the rest of us console plebs. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, I don't even know. I don't even know what a what, what an Xbox looks like anymore. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I still. It's like I was telling Lord Cognito that like I tried playing Devil May Cry. I had yeah. to literally put that on the big screen to play it. Like for it comes to the games like that, I think I'm going to stick with. The I know what console. it is because you was playing on an inferior system. You didn't have <laughs> the. <that. laughs> oh my! I, I God. get it. I get it. So now that you got a. He got a PC that's equal to the X, so he out. Uh, okay, all right, all right, all right. Because if he was playing on the X, you wouldn't be doing that. Dying back, sir. For real. Right, do I okay. Text move and tell him you kicked off the Xbox podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, and last, but certainly not least, our brother from across the pond, Lord Death Singer. Oh, that's what's up, baby. Thank you guys for your continued support. It is always much appreciated. So let's get into these giveaways. So let's start. Yeah, you know how that goes. If your payments did not come in, <laughs> if your payments to me did not come in, bombs <laughs> the best this month. <laughs> you know you're out of the running. All right. So let's start with this ten dollar gift card giveaway. And the winner of the ten dollar gift card is Daddy Fat Sacks. We got we got Lord J Fontarelli. in the building, baby. Raking it in with us, dude. Raking it in. And go rewatch Captain Marvel. Got that ten dollars back. So you can in, stay there and watch the end credits. There you go. <laughs> we rigged already. The rigs are coming. Through. The rigs are coming in. Frauds. I know. It's all coming in. I happen not to be looking at the screen right now. So, you know, <laughs> I don't see all of this slander. Uh, or, or libel, should it be, because it's in print. So um, the winner of our $20 gift card is... We got... Lord Chris Williams. Oh, oh sorry. Shout <laughs> out Fastback. You won. Shout out Fastback. Shout out. You know what it was when I put it in the in the random name generator. I put the actual name. Oh, so yeah. My bad. I just want people coming to your house. That's what that is. So what? Chris is out here on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> no, so I think Saab's secretly been uh, taken up by those Pinkertons there. All right. And last but not least, the winner of our Teespring giveaway is ooh, who's going to get the swag this month? Right. Whatever our Teespring giveaway is. Who's good that Teespring? Who get that Teespring? Lord Bill Stillwell. Bill. Bill. of Bill will get that swag. You got to put that up, man. I think he won last month too, didn't he? Yeah. This is he's only won twice in the entire time that he's been, and then he's been with us from the jump. Yeah, he normally don't win. That's crazy. That's what's up, man. So that's the t-shirt. He deserves it too because that backup pack for last month was what's up. So once again, thank you guys for the support on Patreon. It's greatly appreciated. I will hit you guys up in the DM to make sure you get your codes. 
<laughs> Shout out to Graphic Guy. She said it to me. I was going to say, uh, Fastback said he said he was going to say it was rigged, but until Fonz won, so it's all good. Nobody hates on Fonz, and Fonz has won a lot. Hold on, salute my brother Rise and Grind in the chat. I haven't seen that boy in a long time, man. That's what's up, man. Is my man fresh out? Yeah, he fresh out. Fresh out. You fresh out on these Fresh shit. out, baby. Good to see you in the room. He just, got, he just got through pulling a dime. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he fresh out, dude. He fresh out. Hey, hey. <laughs> Jack Mac and watermelon, baby. Fresh oh, out. Yeah, so that we all good with the Iron Bank, sir? That is good, sir. All right, let's get on with it, man. Last week's poll results are in, and the people have spoken to the question with the rumors of a possible upcoming Borderlands 3 revealed by Gearbox. Which shooter do you think carries the mantle of the GOAT? The winner at 67% and cruising cruising to a victory at a four-way poll is the Borderlands is the OG and paved the way group. Coming in at second place at 16% was Destiny, No One Does Loot and Gunplay Better Group. And third place at 10% was Division, The Gear Set, and Loot Mid-Max King. And sadly, at only 7% was the I Don't Care, It's Media Bias If Anthem Isn't Crowned to Go Group. <laughs> I feel like the only way to make that fair is you had to put Anthem with the Division. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the loads who participated in last week's whole lords of the multiverse what do you guys think about borderlands being crowned the og looter shooter doesn't surprise me uh yeah i mean you gotta yeah people are wrong all the time so oh, <laughs> don't don't all step up at one time don't decide I'm all one time. Well, uh, uh, okay i'll, I'll, I'll speak up i'll speak up order. let people talk let the multiverse <laughs> talk <laughs> <laughs> Borderlands is trash. Throw it in the bushes. Get rid of it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I was, I was never really that big of a fan of Snorterlands myself. So. Oh my Snorterland. god! <laughs> look, I, look, look, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Borderlands, but you guys want to calm down, okay? It's not that bad. No, look, Anchorman look, over here playing not, Fallout 76, I, I, trying to sit there and come at Borderlands. Get out of here. I, I'm gonna put it this I, way. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna at borrow Borderlands run. I'm gonna borrow a line from uh, Nick here. So the only reason, only way I would be interested in a Borderlands Three, if there was some magician DLC. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you are not a Borderlands guy. I'm curious. I, I played Borderlands Two, thought it was okay. That's about it. Yo, Dizzy going in. He said, "Cut they mics, throw them all off the panel." <laughs> oh, they up- Dizzy loves Ark. I don't want to hear nothing from that man. <laughs> Yeah, he ain't gonna live that, that was a shot, Dizzy. That was a big yeah, shot. Never shot. gonna live that. He, he one just down. sniped you with the longbow on Apex. That's what he just did. <laughs> so, so, so uh, hold on, Mike. Pay the truth. No Borderlands love, bro. N- none. You know, I played the original one when I got my PS3, but I, I just couldn't get into it. Nah, I, I, I couldn't. I feel you. Bro. I couldn't really get into it. It's a tough crowd. It's a tough panel today. <laughs> Thanks to all the lords who participated, man. We're going to get into that. We're going to have another ILP Twitter cooking up. So um, actually, before we get into these topics, um, some breaking news. Raven was sent from the realm of Google. Got a, I got a chance to look at that first controller. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see it, man. Mm-hmm. 
little, little uh, mock-up going on. So uh, I just want to bring this to the to the realm, man. What do we think about? I want to screen share yeah, that draft, yeah, man. Because uh, I was actually surprised, to be honest, <laughs> that they were um actually going to do this. Hold on, I'm gonna give that to you right there. Give me a second. Let's share this, baby. All right, all right. So here's our bad boy right here. And um, yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> it looks like so. It looks like the Dual Shock Three from the PS3 had a baby with the Ouya. Controller. You know what that really does look like? What it look like? Fallout seventy six players playing. <laughs> That's what you guys <laughs> playing that all man. That's the only way it runs. That is rude. I mean, you play it with that controller, it, it's sixty frames, isn't it, Anchorman? Is that what you have? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not really ergonom ergonomic or whatever ergonomic. It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't look like it's like form fit into your hand. Like it's forcing your hand to play. It with. looks like the handles could be used as a as a blunt object to kill people. Yeah, I mean, if, if that's true, that's the like, controller they clearly didn't do focus groups with well, humans with human hands. I mean, <laughs> it, it is a friend's an artist render. So the point they want to confirm that these proportions are off. So this is a mock-up. Oh, okay. So no, I was gonna say, like this this particular thing looks like they said, what's the worst possible thing we could possibly take from every controller? Right. This is like, <laughs> like, yeah. it's like I mean, we're gonna have tiny ass little we're gonna have tiny little sticks from the switch. Mm. We're gonna have we're gonna put the sticks in the worst possible location from the from the dual shock. Like, yeah. And this then if you look like at it. Go ahead, Ken, go ahead. It just looks like uh, Sony and Microsoft got together and tried to slander them. That's exactly <laughs> what it looks like. Like, like. Let's start a fire before they get started. You know, if you look at the no, actual no. diagram, though, what's interesting about it is is the fact that it is it is a Sony form factor. And right. we talked we talked about how, regardless of Google's reach, right, and, and they have a, a huge reach, mm -hmm. that it might behoove them to get in bed with somebody in the gaming space mm -hmm. to push whatever their their cloud initiative was. Right. And you know, for me, I, and I think a lot of people feel this way. Mm -hmm. I think the Xbox controller setup is objectively the better setup. So mm -hmm. for them to specifically go with something that resembles a DualShock is interesting to me. Okay. The only thing about that, though, is they don't have the trackpad at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, shout out to Salty. He said it looked like a controller from the dollar store. Damn. Salty. Yeah, it, 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 it does. <laughs> it, it damn sure does. Um, but if you're going to um, copy anything, you copy the market leader. I don't care. If anybody can sit there and say Xbox has the greatest controller in all the world. It doesn't sell $100 million, So obviously the controller ain't all that. Mm -hmm. So... Getting right back to that, the PlayStation is winning right now. So, of course, you're going to copy. If you're getting into a space, you're going to copy who's the best. You're going to look at the systems. I'm pretty sure that the system might look like a PlayStation 4 when it comes out, probably. Like so a little tiny PlayStation 4. In some context. So, pretty much, the, this is the patent that was filed, that initial mock-up. And um, these obviously, it's leaked before GDC, where it looks like they intended to show this thing. So, um, you know, as we saw, it looked like it had, like, the um, the Google, what is it, speech thing solve, where they click yeah. button or whatever right mm -hmm. but, uh, you know so what do you, what do we feel about just just from a hardware standpoint that they're looking to be serious to have hardware for project stream well the thing about it is they kind of have no choice now right because they're getting into a space that at like a lot of people are getting into right now verizon you know obviously microsoft so again it they could only pair up with somebody who's already not announced anything specific in that space or just do their own thing. Like right now, obviously an Xbox controller is going to work with project stream just fine, mm -hmm. but they, they have to give some branding to their product or else it, you risk it getting mm -hmm. sort of lost in the shuffle. Right. 
So, because beyond the controller, I don't think they've said anything about a specific box for them besides it's just a streaming service you can access anywhere. Right. It, it, it wouldn't matter. The box wouldn't matter. <laughs> right. Technically correct. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you have to have you have to find something to, to brand, you know, project stream with. So a controller. Yeah. So anchor, like, what do you think? Though? Like, um, in general, do you do you take the take a, think they're taking it really serious now? Like, where's your whole thought process with them trying to enter the game, the console game? Again, it it really depends on how they're going to go about doing this. Like, mm -hmm. I, we've already mentioned here so far is that. If they were trying to you know, jump on somebody else, like jump on the Switch and be their streaming platform or whatever, like that, that would make sense. Mm -hmm. But they're going with this own entirely separate route, which lately Google jumping into something entirely alone has not been great. Um, like when they were trying to become an ISP, right? When they were trying to go down that route, they, it's not been going too hot for them right now. Gotcha cloud backing just their big presence you you're not taking them serious as a threat or like just in general you're just like wait and see what, what's your overall feeling in these early stages of you hearing them trying to get their foot in the game right now until i start seeing some actual games they're going to start pushing and they're going to start developing i think they're just going to use this more as like a mobile a mobile gaming platform I, like okay here's some easy games where it doesn't require vast amounts of skill or huge graphical <laughs> output. I think the biggest thing that factors into Google coming in is the controller and what the games are. I don't think the games are going to be an issue because at the end of the day, Google, when they go into a field, they just don't go and you know fill it out. They go and be like, okay, here's a million dollars. Here's a million dollars. Okay, you need 20. Here's 20. Like They don't have a problem going in opening like a blank check. Right. Uh, the thing is, is like I think the controller might be a drop though, because as you can already see, like when it comes to controllers, mm -hmm. people are really particular over that. Like now, that's it, one of the reasons I it, won't play on PlayStation full time. Up and it's 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 confirmed that it's not proportionate. Like so, we can't hold that one. But we just show it to the letter of the law. It already looks like a PlayStation controller though, so I'm not down. Like, <laughs> oh, so are you already dead because of the analog PlayStation? I don't like the analogs like that. I just don't. You know, you know, watch it be. There's actual multiple controller styles. See, I would be okay with that. But at the end of the day, like people sit here acting like Google can't compete with games. They're delusional. Google has no problem going to a big publisher and just buying the whole publisher. Like that—that's the kind of money Google does. Every time they do not, they don't do it half. They go in their full force and buy whatever they can. They—they—they they, they kick doors open with money. They don't care. What do you think? Yeah, good, good. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons Microsoft's buying so many, you know, mid-tier uh, studios is because they know Google is about to come in, and they're like, if we don't buy it now, Google is going to buy it. Mm. What do you think, Undead Man? What you see in this stuff, and just how how serious are you taking Google right now? Well, the thing is with Google is, as Ag says, one hundred percent correct. They kick in the door. Look at how they picked up YouTube. They just went, "Here's like billions of dollars. We're gonna buy this this site right up." Thing is, is that after Google buys something, they run it right into the ground every damn time. Like, look at he does have a point. You can't even get all the customer service for YouTube. You look at YouTube, look at a perfect example, everything going on. They can't control the content that's on kids' YouTube. That you've got like horror things going on with kids' YouTube. You've got them demonetizing content creators because of their comments section. It's just unreal 
at how mishandled YouTube is. And that's only one thing. Look at all the stuff Google closes down. They'll buy something, get into it, and then a year later go, eh, nah. Google like, Plus. Look, <laughs> Google Hangouts, Google Plus, Google, anything they put their name to, if it doesn't make them all their money back, they invest it in a year, they dump it. Now, let me so, ask you this. I just want to cut you for one second on that. In the sense, uh, shout out to Brapt in the, in, the, in the chat. He actually made a point. <laughs> what about them bringing in um, Phil Harrison? Was it the former Sony slash former Xbox exec into their gaming division? Does that even give you any cause you, for seriousness? You mean the lesser Phil. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Phil wow. Minimus. Phil Look. Minimus. Oh <laughs> He's not even Phil Dominus. He's still Shout out there. Whoa, there's only one Phil Dominus. There's two things that are going to kill this console. A, that controller, because you know what? If it's like, the, if it's anything, I always say, I always tell people, I don't like PlayStation controllers. They're too small. They're like, oh, well, the DualShock 4 is a perfect size. Look at this thing in my hand. <laughs> this is made for a child. I play with the I play with the Duke controller because that feels like a normal controller in my hands. <laughs> you have if to do you are preach, preach, man. R six seven, sir. <laughs> like if they've got if they bring out something that's the size of DualShock three, and anyone that played on PS three that's real with themselves will admit that the PS three controller felt like flimsy, tiny garbage. Wow, DualShock. Preach. DualShock 4 is exponentially better than the DualShock you know, I, You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say this, right? In defense of Sony's uh, controller. When we was playing on those stupid little Nintendo square boxes and Sony came out with their controller, everybody stood up and shook their hands and was like, hell yeah. Then when they came out with the dual analogs, everybody was champion. Sony, oh my God. Then when Microsoft came out with their controller and they uh, switched up the, the analogs and they said, okay, it made sense. And now we got to a point where it made sense, but don't front like them Sony controllers wasn't that thing from all those weak controllers. Oh, no, 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 no. The, the original DualShock and the DualShock 2, which came with the PS2, those were great controllers. There was something right. very cheap feeling about the DualShock 3. It just oh, it was, wasn't. There was nothing in it. There was nothing in it. They had that six axis thing. <laughs> Yeah, that was inside the controller before when you was able to tilt control and yeah. But let's not yeah. front like Sony didn't have really good no, controllers. No, no. The controllers are really decent. DualShock Three was only my ever complaint. The big thing with Google is a lot of people are hesitant about Google entering the market. Where are they going to bring everything else? Uh, they could come in buy a bunch of studios, but who wants to go out? Say Google offers a five hundred dollar home console, so you buy a five hundred dollar Google I don't home think console. They're, do that. they're not doing and, any of that. It's just streaming. It's you, you guys. You guys. Are, I don't know if you guys are under the impression that they're you're getting a console as well this is just project stream and i think that's all they're doing yeah this yeah. is like a hundred dollar piece of hardware just slap it under there yeah, all right like, like the we're gonna buy a hundred dollar piece of hardware that google's gonna support for four months until financial drop. I, I think I, I think this is really just an app it really is just accessing their servers and that's it Y'all so, guys don't act like you know Google isn't every damn where. Like anytime right. I'm lost, I'm gonna pick up my phone. I'm like Google this and Google that. I'm gonna tell you right now, y'all think it's a joke. Amazon and Google are the ones to be afraid of. Mm. These guys are going to move into the space and they're going to spread like a virus. <laughs> if you haven't played uh Assassin's Creed uh, um on on, on Google Stream. On Google oh. I'm Whoa. telling you, the, the, the leader of streaming that I thought was NVIDIA, 
Okay, because I was playing it in, uh, in NVIDIA Shields, uh, all the iterations. We talked about that last night. And I thought they had an infrastructure that was so dominant that I thought the Nintendo was going to take um, over it, uh, over that space and used, utilize what they had with them. Um, I, I was sad that they didn't do that. But to see Google in this short period of time cover so much ground in just a browser, that is scary and i know microsoft saw it and microsoft started pushing this initiative to get these studios to start pushing out this content to push this cloud forward because if they get into this space it's going to be everywhere and it's going to be effortless i mean i, I think the difference between that though is amazon is the one to fear more than google okay yeah. because again the internet infrastructure at this point in time is still not beneficial enough where Google could actually really make a splash immediately. Right. But Amazon, they can, where they can go both routes, yeah. streaming and physical in the that's short what, term. That's what I was gonna like, ask. Just, just imagine for a moment, if Amazon gets into the thing and they actually do have physical get it this for whatever reason, free delivery yeah. for your game yeah, the wow. day before mm -hmm. comes out, they can ensure that. They can ensure that because they be the publisher. It's not like it's not like they have like a limitation where it's like okay yeah um, we'll put the game out it's gonna come out March twentieth but um, if you get it on you get it a day beforehand because of early shipping or whatever but they can actually ensure that you get it early because they be controlling the street uh, launch date. Let me let me ask you guys this and I, you you actually alluded to what I wanted to say anchor was in sense of do you think that it's a mistake if a uh, project stream with Google doesn't have the option to download these games to like a hard drive or console. It's just, if it's streaming exclusive, like Mike, where do you feel? Where, first of all, Mike, where are you at with this whole Google thing? Yeah, all I gotta say is that if I see anybody standing for a Google console, I don't care if it's a hundred dollar box, $500 box, you're getting exposed. Because <laughs> all I heard in 2013 <laughs> when the Xbox One came out was, oh, connect. They're watching you. They're listening <laughs> for you all the time. So you're going to have a problem with that, right? Uh -huh. But you're not going to have a problem with Google tracking what you're playing, when you're playing it, how long you're playing it for, and then using that information to, to send targeted ads for you. You're getting exposed. Um, <laughs> uh, now, what, what's going to happen with Mike is that you're going to be playing Resident Evil, and it's going to be like, oh, you were interested in uh, blue and green herbs? Uh, here's a marijuana story. <laughs> 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 product placement? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, 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 Mike, you're not even, you're not taking them serious. You don't wear, you're just like, are you not feeling it? Like, where I'm, you I mean, I, I have to see more as far as like what games they're coming out, with, what publishers they're bringing on board. You know, mm -hmm. I think every time a company as big as Google launches a new endeavor, you have to take them seriously. But to see them going up against, you know, Sony, which, you know, they're rolling out remote play to phones and stuff. We'll see where that goes from there. Mm -hmm. Microsoft with their xCloud. I mean, the, the, the competition's stiff. Mm -hmm. And those companies have really diverse portfolios in gaming, and Google still got to build that up a little bit. So Absolutely. it remains to be seen, type of thing. Absolutely. I mean, I think we should transition right there. Mike set it up with real good in, in reference to you know obviously Sony and stuff. I mean, I, as far I agree with all you guys on the panel as far as uh, Google. I, it's, I'm more on a wait and see. You know, with this whole project stream, we, we've uh, Solve has actually tested it, and Solve, you actually felt really good about what you played from a streaming, right? Yeah, I felt super good. I said the the conditions had to be ideal, right? Um, but I had ideal conditions for PS Now. I had ideal conditions for you know, um, online back in the day, and that 
didn't even come close to what I played with with AC Odyssey on on Project Stream. So I'm really excited what they can do. Another thing we haven't talked about is what you know what their plans are in 5G because for sure their plans include 5G. It's not just hardwired connections. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing that needs to be considered with these guys. Like I don't really think I know you mentioned specifically about you know what, is it a mistake not to have downloads available? Right. That 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 could definitely be an option for them. But I think they're going they're going full tilt into the streaming thing, and I I think they're leaning into like super high end high speed connected networks in addition to you know whatever 5G brings to the table. So I don't, I think they're trying to get into this with as little overhead as possible. I think the controller is honestly the extent of the hardware that you see. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. That's the only problem with Google is I don't, I don't see purely just streaming as a true alternative. Cause what we're forgetting is a lot of middle America has data caps, right? That's like they, they hit data caps and they can't do anything for the rest of the month. If and if it is anyone that can work around it, it's going to be Google. Mm. Uh, question, question for you guys, because you guys are in the States versus why I am up here. Does mm. Google not have its own ISP uh, stateside or do it they abandon does, But Google Fiber, it's not everywhere. Yeah, See, not this everywhere. is what I was talking about earlier. When Google wanted to get into the ISP game with Google Fiber, they had a lot of momentum at first, but what they realized is that a lot of the infrastructure for making fiber optic cables and stuff was dominated in certain areas by the local ISPs. Yep. And so they can't do anything. Like they won't let them have access to any of the utility frameworks. If if you if you was looking at any of the super PACs that was being pushed uh, through the political stuff, I don't do political stuff too much, but if you was looking at, at, at any of the super PACs that was being pushed through, uh, Verizon and the other uh, larger um, um, networks was actually uh, stopping their growth. So anytime yep. they try to uh, get into another sector, if uh, that... Uh, bill wasn't passed under the table it didn't get through so it, it, it was very limited in where you got google fiber at so mm -hmm. and that was because um they they were playing hardball with the big guys all right so yeah. when, when you try to get into uh territories that are dominated by the the mainstream you're not going to infiltrate unless there's your grease and palms and i guess and they didn't the, grease the right palms well it's not even really about grease and palms when you try to uh, go into local. Go. I wanted to have talk about this. Him. Yeah. When you go into you know localizing any kind of, they have a lot more relationships. You know, Verizon deals with people in this area a lot more. Uh, a lot of these political uh, politicians and stuff, they're gonna go with them over Google that that doesn't even have a groundwork in this area mm -hmm. at all. And they're trying to get in it, but they're like, you know, Verizon over here has been helping me get elected. Every mm -hmm. year for the past five years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so no yeah, I want to bring up a good point. Shout out to Stinger in the chat, man. He's concerned about cell phone providers. He thinks that they will drop unlimited data in a heartbeat over this. I don't think they can right wait, now. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. You guys get unlimited cell phone data? Yeah. Oh, I can't, I can't. Wow. Yeah. yeah, no, like I for me, like my cell phone bill is $130 for uh, Canadian gigs. Now, now, how, now, how it works though, Nick, is that it, it's it's unlimited but it's like you, you have they'll give you a certain amount of data at before 4G, they start but once you cross a certain threshold they'll throttle you down to like you know oh uh, so they throttle your feet the three so they'll throttle, throttle the hell out of your ass 
See, I, <laughs> I feel all right with that because like I got uh Bell 5, which is one gigabyte down, mm. like 700 up, but I only pay $53 for that joint. So oh, I'm, I mean, the, what, what the problem is, is mm. a long time ago, you know, a bunch of people got into a room and agreed who gets what district, what gets what district. And mm. for the past 20 years, that's what we've been going by. Yeah, man, this is this is interesting, man. I just I'm glad I know this is breaking news. Kind of had to talk about it yeah. in the game, but we got some uh, Sony news to get into. Let's <laughs> so uh, yeah, man, the news came out, man. PlayStation firmware 6.50 was released, and it makes a uh, Sony a remote play service to be available on iOS devices. So your phone, your tablet. Now, formerly this was on the Vita when it existed. So shout out to the Vita owner shout undead you know you know what I'm saying? it was relevant you know and uh, it was out there and it looked like yeah it's dead so this has been causing some gamers to you know have some discussions amongst themselves and you know a lot a lot of cloud talk and ps now talk and remote play talk so i want to bring this to the round table let's start with anchorman with this coming to ps4 on ios devices what do you think about it I think some people are blowing it way out of proportion. It, it's not even remotely close to the whole Game Pass discussion we've been having. Mm -hmm. it, it's not the same thing, but mm -hmm. I mean, it is like right now, it's not on the same level, but mm -hmm. come on, guys, you know what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> it's only question. a matter of time. So my question to you <laughs> is, all right, we, we, we do agree, I mean, right, from a standpoint that this is nothing new. They've had remote play before, but the issue is yeah. the fact that now it's going to iOS devices. Your feeling is that this is kind of like the precursory step to possibly setting up something in the future with them expanding. Guys, there was there was an interview with Yoshida back in 2013. I mm -hmm. remember reading it. I remember walking back from class. I remember exactly where I was when I read it. Yoshida was talking about how mm -hmm. the next PlayStation, there may be a box, but the future is streaming. Mm -hmm. And every single action they have taken this entire generation has been setting up streaming mm -hmm. for the future. You said and, Tony? and what's funny... Yeah, Sony it's did 2013. And what's no, no, funny, I mean, you said Sony, every action has been setting up streaming. Every action they have taken this generation has been building towards well, streaming. See, what it is is they low-key like put their put their foot in the water. They're like, you know, let's see, like Microsoft try to jump in <laughs> and they just put their foot in the water. And, okay, let's let's do this PlayStation now thing. And then when Microsoft's okay, after Microsoft finally got out of that that river after almost drowning to death, they're like, "All right, now let's try Game Pass. This seems like a, a safe bet. Let's let them download their games, mm -hmm. and then you know, after a, a positive reception with that, Sony's mm -hmm. like, "Oh, they got something. Okay, can we can we make the PS4 games downloadable? Oh, we can go do that. <laughs> no doubt. Let's get everybody else in here. Lord Mike, Peter Truth. What do you think about PS4 remote play on iOS devices? Is this setting something else up? So, I mean, I think PS Now on mobile devices is inevitable, right? Because they've, they've, they've already had remote play going. You guys have already said that. But you have to look at it from Sony's perspective. They're testing it on other devices that are non-Sony devices now, right? So with remote play, they're trying to work out, okay, what's the streaming quality going to look like on different screen sizes? Mm -hmm. And, you know, if somebody's playing on an iPhone or if it's an iPad, Mm -hmm. You can't guarantee that they're going to have a DualShock 4. Mm -hmm. So this is a good time for them to kind of work out what that interface is going to look like as mm -hmm. far as all the buttons on the screen. How do we place, how do we lay them out? Mm -hmm. um, 
if the button layout doesn't work, can we maybe do some type of gesture controls mm. for certain actions? So this is going to be kind of like the ground where they test all that stuff out mm. on other devices. And then eventually, they I do believe, I think it's inevitable, they right. are going to roll out PS Now on multiple devices. Well, I see a lot of people on Twitter bringing up the fact that they don't like that there's not a, a physical controller. Like, this isn't made for us. This isn't made for the people born in our time frames. This isn't made for me, Anchorman, or you guys. This is made for those 12, 13 year olds that's about to grow up in about five, six years that's been playing Fortnite on their phones. Like, okay, now I feel let's get Undead and Sovereign in here, man. Undead, what do you think, man, as far as this whole, you know, PS4 remote play, iOS devices, you know, PS Now? Where's your whole headspace? Look, look, they sure rolled this out when they had the Vita. Like, this was. This was stuff that would have been great for the Vita. If you had rolled PS Now out onto Vita properly. Mm. Mm, that's a good point. And like remote play on the Vita is seamless. Mm. Okay. Like th that is smooth. It is great. It works well. Them rolling it out to mobile devices. Well, they killed the Vita. And then the same week they add remote play to yeah. iOS devices. It makes a lot of sense. They killed one thing that they did really well. And now they're just moving on to something else. And being able to play your games everywhere, let's face it, the Switch is doing it. Xbox is going to be doing it with xCloud. It's it's the wave. The mobile devices are a huge market. Everyone forgets this. I said this on my show last night. Uh, people forget that the mobile market in Asia is oh, absolutely you. astronomical. The reason why Tencent wants to come to the West and buy up so many studios is because they want to make mm -hmm. mobile versions of all the big IPs so they can sell them in Asia. Because Asia, I think on the mobile market, something like 10 to 1. It's massive. Mm -hmm. yeah. People so, that... Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, the chat is with you, Attic, on the mobile generation completely. Okay, people don't realize that when it comes to you know they they like this this console war stuff getting in the way. Like Sony is a very smart company, you know, especially this generation. They know where the the they know eventually, you know. It's all what when it comes to innovating stuff, it's about timing. You don't want to do it too soon. You want to do it too late. You don't want to do it too soon because the consumer base might revolt against you, and you want to do it too late because then you've already missed the way. That's why they're a copycat ninja. I mean, at the end of the day, sometimes it's it's better to copy better than to innovate something first. Yeah, it's nice that they're doing what they're doing. Um, this this we we get this on the death nail of the Vita, all right. The That's fact that the the the, v, the Vita is uh, a dead in the water, mm -hmm. um, because remember they were trying to package that PlayStation Four with the Vita type of thing. They was mm -hmm. trying to get you to purchase it, and we talked about this on Dale's show. Um, I had the three G version. Was it a three G version or two G version? Something like that of the Vitas, and I found it to be super seamless. Like with my system being on at home, I was able to play my games out in the street, mm -hmm. and. I thought that was ingenious, but the fact that the Vita died, they still had this infrastructure set up. They still had these thoughts because they have think tanks and they have research and development and they pour all this money into this stuff and they map this stuff out. Now they told the guy, okay, okay, this died. How can we get this into everybody's hands? Mm -hmm. And they figured it out software wise to get it through iOS. Now I know um, Android will probably be next after this is conquered. This this area is conquered first, right? So you go through this way and you make sure that you get those uh, 
games onto these iOS devices. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as Attic was saying, my son doesn't care for a controller. He sits down, he plays his Kindle all day long. Mm -hmm. So he plays, if he can play Spider-Man with touch controls mm -hmm. on his Kindle or, or, you know, on his iOS, he mm -hmm. doesn't have that. But if, if it's on his Kindle, he doesn't care. Mm. And it works for him. And that's the demographic they're targeting. Shout out to uh, Chief Tommy with the $5 super chat. <laughs> Where's that rain away at topic? Am I the only one that wants PC games on console? ETA late May. <laughs> I mean, we are seeing, you know, PC games go to one thing that I, I'm really looking forward to. I might pick it up on PC before it comes to Xbox because it's taking too long. Is that Hunt Shadow? game that it still ain't on I, is it on xbox preview yet no oh, no. no they don't have a date for it yet shout out to pan i believe she has a preview of it on uh lognet I, I might reach out to the appropriate people and get my hands on that because uh it look it gives me an evolve feeling but actually done right uh and we that's you actually see a lot of these games go over to console uh especially xbox because of their preview program Mm -hmm. uh arc went on there first because of that mm -hmm. well what uh what other big games this went on preview mm -hmm. uh PUBG was in preview for like a year it felt like it was mm -hmm. about a year yeah man. yeah hunt showdown that's what it's called uh you know you do see pc games go to console yeah. it's just certain pc games physically can't be on console because of of a controller restriction no doubt. Let's get up, Lord Sovereign here, man. What What do you hear? Feel about all this news? PlayStation Four, Remote Play, PS Now, with the latest with the iOS devices. I mean, I think everybody's sort of hit it right on the head. Um, I think the fact that the Vita was was specifically killed this week, and then yeah. this coming out hand in hand. I mean, again, I, it was murdered. Yeah, it was. It was assassinated. <laughs> the Vita, <laughs> Vita, Vita Island was blown up, but. Uh, I uh, think coming, I mean, coming from uh, Disney's favorite YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think the fact that the fact that it's coming to iOS now and it's taking forever apparently for no reason. But if you look at if you look at how expanded it it sort of is on iOS compared to even Windows and Mac and compared to what you have on on uh, Android which is still sort of it still hasn't been expanded very much on Android. Isn't it just like in it doesn't only work for like Xperia phones or something like that, like some some craziness like that. I don't think it works on every Android phone. I believe you mean so, inferior phones, whoa, something like whoa, that. Yeah, you know, Android. it rhymes, it rhymes, so it works. There's <laughs> not gonna be any Android slander here. It only works on inferior phones. Oh, okay, okay, whoa. yeah, yeah not, hey, not hey. like you know, 10 as is you know, the market leaders, not no. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it's, it, I think it's really huge that they're working on this now like mike p said i think it just means that laying the groundwork for being able to expand on this in a really really big way and you know anybody who thought they weren't going this route sorry because <laughs> it's coming and they've been the tea leaves have been there yeah. and you haven't really been wanting to to pay attention but it's coming and, and they're doing it in a way that suits them because again i don't think they themselves have the proper infrastructure to go full tilt on it themselves. They need partners in this. Mm -hmm. And I think 
you're going to see more of this stuff with them sort of, you know, coming out on iOS, expanding what they have on Android. I think this is the way to do it. Um, and but, but a sovereign, sovereign, what do you say to the PlayStation person who is nervous and who's afraid that they're moving away from console like Microsoft? It's a choice. You're going to get your box and you're going to get your single player experiences. You're still going to get those. But the exclusives, think... they're going to be all on PC and tablets. <laughs> We're gonna have to have a convo about that one because that's not going down. Because I will be playing <laughs> if I can do it, I'll be playing my PlayStation games on a PC. Hey, hey, sure. I'm directly going at you. Now, I, I do have a, a question, real quick. Yeah, How I, would you guys feel if they made like PlayStation now? Like, you can't. Mm-hmm. Naturally, buy these games off of the other platforms. You can only get them if you subscribe to their, you know, perspectives like Game Pass, mm-hmm. and like you can't buy Halo Infinite on mm-hmm. on a certain platform, but you can subscribe to Game Pass and get it from that app only. <laughs> that, that would be that would have to be the way that it works again, unless these guys specifically work out deals for titles where they're sharing revenue. Like that, that's the only way that can work. Where mm-hmm. it would be. You can even think about, you know, an executive on the other end being okay with you playing that game on their on their imagine uh, imagine you sell on Halo Infinite on like Nintendo and Nintendo gets a cut from that. (laughs) Yo, Attic, Sony's ultimate jitsu is gonna be first party games in PlayStation Now. It's funny you mentioned that, Attic, because last night we had a little bit of conversation last night about, you know, people's, the the assumptions people are making about all this Nintendo Switch and Game Pass stuff, and people are like, let's look at this stuff logically, right? Let's look at it logically. Mm-hmm. Just, can this stuff just really live on there the way it is now? Like, it's that would not make sense to any executive looking at that, like, no, hell no. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's, I don't think it's quite the way that we expect it to be or the way we've been talking about that it can be. Mm-hmm. Jumping, man. This is interesting, y'all. Listen, this it is nothing new to me. I mean, like like Undead said, they had the uh, remote play feature for Vita for the longest. I was a big proponent, used it all the time. The only thing is it, it wasn't obviously like pure streaming because basically you it turned your PS4 on remotely mm-hmm. and then it allowed you to mirror the inputs for my Vita and you know and then play. It was super solid. I did like it. Now, unlike Undead also though, I had some issues though. It wasn't like there was some lag, especially if I try to play like kill zone or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Like any type of fast twitch so they you it, know, it was it was strictly made for a first part yeah. for a single player experience just like all their games oh my god <laughs> <laughs> last of us yeah you know what I'm saying? but if you want to play like a standard you know single player game stuff like that you could do it you know what i'm saying ios devices on it this is just an extension of it to me and it t- to me it just shows that yo both sony and microsoft want to get that service and their services and their cloud services on multiple multiple devices. And I think that's going to be the same thing with PS Now. I think that is literally coming. I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, so if they actually had, uh, South Sony had that cloud engineering team job listing for mm-hmm. the streaming service, and it literally states to any device. So mm-hmm. those who are being resistant of this change, this is where these companies are going. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what, it, 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 one is being open and honest, and the other one is. What <laughs> <laughs> is like, yo? You'll be able to play Microsoft stuff everywhere. So, are, are you saying Microsoft like walking openly in the field and yes. he's in wait, the wait, wait, is wait, in wait. the Metal Gear Solid box? In defense, Sony was doing it first with remote play. Come on, y'all. I'm gonna tell you this, right, Mike? If there were t- in the library, Microsoft will be an open book. <laughs> Sony's that dude behind him. Sony, the thing about Sony is that Sony, mm-hmm. Sony, Sony tried to give you the impression, and maybe this was the, this was how it was in the beginning right. that right the remote play would still be isolated to their wall garden, right? Mm-hmm. And then as things have changed, you realize that that's that's an archaic way to think. You can't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Just, oh no no, it's not archaic. It's not archaic, Sav. <laughs> Our man Jim Ryan's now in charge. <laughs> I, I think Jim Ryan has been taken into a back room and explained what he has to do. He's been borged. You just got to look at it from a standpoint of Sony's good putting themselves in a the situation to where they won't be last in the market. They won't be first by any means. Mm-hmm. But they won't be last because they, if- were, they were first on this and then we got to be clear now. Like Sony was first. A shout out to Sting in the chat as far as dumb streaming the PC as well. They were technically first. Now Microsoft may have the better infrastructure in Azure. They they doing it first. I guess it went to that stra- uh, standpoint where you know they were going ninety in the fifty at first, and they're like, "Oh, I'm about to get pulled over." So they, they slowed down, and now they're going forty in the fifty. And what? <laughs> and when they see that, you know, that that second place about to pass them, they're like, "Okay, now we're going to speed back up." Mm-hmm. But look, the way what's going to happen is is all these all these games we're going to be able to play all these games wherever you want, whenever you want, everything else, and all these console warriors that are on Twitter right now are going to need they're they're going to have. AA meetings for concerts. Yes. They're gonna be like, "Hi, my name is so and so." Hi, my name's King David. No, you're gonna have me with that problem. Listen, I'm a Toys R Us kid, so my soul is young. These dudes are actually like, oh, I'm not going over there. King David, everything in my one box. Best <laughs> argument I saw against this is that someone someone retweeted something in my feed, and someone was like, "If Sega was still in the console market, none of this would ever have happened." I'm like, "Oh How God, happened? they would have like five different versions of the same thing, each more inferior to the next." Right, let me bring this last question to you before we move on, because I've seen this a lot, and I've seen it in chat. With we all in agreement on the panel that this is the direction both Microsoft and Sony is going. So my question then is we keep now I'm starting to see, oh, well, this means consoles are going away. What do we feel about that quickly? I think they're always being. Yeah. Console. Um, I think that sooner or later, you're going to get to a point where Internet is where it needs to be. Uh, you'll have the, the main platforms like uh, like Microsoft, Sony, and then you have third-party streaming platforms that stream from all of them. It's like kind of like a Roku thing. I think, like you know, ten years down the ride road, you're gonna see you know apps and you know third-party apps that will let you stream from all the services. Mm-hmm. All right. So, and you you still think consoles always gonna be be here? Anchorman, what about your consoles here? Yes or no? Where were you at? The consoles will become like arcade boxes. Yeah. So you think they're out of here? Like, yep. like I think they're gone. I'm sure there's gonna be some person out there is gonna go spend thousand dollars go get <laughs> whatever, whatever David. it is. Like, oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta have my N64 experience. But 
the, the market's just going to move away from consoles. Oh, what about, just gonna what about the people, like you said, with the data caps and the, Those you know, what about the people? We have to admit that streaming has some limitations. Some limitations. It eventually will get to that point. Okay. It, I'm thinking the next what 10 years or so. Gotcha. What it's going to come down to is, you know, no one's really pushing against against the machine right now. No one uh, besides, you know, certain people. But when yeah. Sony, Microsoft, Google, they need those yeah. restrictions pushed. When you still have multiple billion dollar corporations pushing against the machine, something's going to break. Absolutely. Lord King, consoles going away, yes or no? Yeah, they did. Wow. They did. Um, you're going to probably see this is going to be Microsoft's last big system. Uh, the PlayStation yeah, just came out with a statement. Shout out to the yeah. Xbox too. They just made a statement that they they're definitely making more systems after. Yeah, they definitely oh. making more systems. They're gonna be called Surface Pros, and <laughs> you know, uh, if you, if you want to get Surface your game Pro into that Surface Pro X and. Uh, you know, iOS, get your new phones with the Game Pass on it. Um, I'm telling you, right, that's hardware, right? Okay, guys, remember what I told you they're building these servers out here for a reason, they're not building it for show. Now, wait, wait, hold on, okay, I gotta correct you. In those servers are Xbox hardware, right? This is what I'm always hardware. Your hardware gonna lie, your <laughs> hardware is not gonna be in your living room. That mm -hmm. stuff is gonna, you want hardware, isn't your controller hardware? Mm -hmm. So you're going to have your controller, and your mm -hmm. controller is going to Bluetooth to your television, and you're going to play that way. Okay. Mike, be the truth. Console's going away, yes or no, sir? I don't think they're going away within, like, the next 5, 10, maybe even 15 years or anything like that. Because right now, you're still not going to be able to replicate the fidelity and the responsiveness of gaming on an actual box. Not right now, but I do think eventually... You know, as broadband infrastructure improves, once they really start rolling 5G out, eventually we are going to reach a point where I think it's not going to be as much of a difference, where the difference is going to be so small that you're not going to be able to notice it. And I think maybe within, I would say, the next two, three generations, consoles will probably be gone by then, Mike, honestly. Mike, question. Yeah. All right. You said five years, right? Yeah. Right. So we're saying the next console is going to launch in 2020, right? Mm -hmm. Right. All right. So that's when that generation starts. So you're going to say 2025, right? Right. All right. So 2025, you don't think that consoles is going to be in the bushes? I don't. I, I don't think I don't. I, I don't think eventually either. I don't think it's going to no. be that quick. Too close. I think I, I think it's too short. I don't think it's going to be that fast. We're mm -hmm. going to have to get to a point where your phone can, can you know, you just giving a hotspot can mm -hmm. give the same kind of internet that a fiber internet would give you, right? Like, 5G. You know, yeah, that 5G, yeah. I guess you say Comes down to soft. Well, you, man. I mean, yeah, I think I, I think in the long term, like we're always gonna, there's always going to be a superior way to play your game locally. Right. It, I don't know that it's a box anymore. And I don't know, but I, I agree with Mike. I think it's 15 to 20 years down the line. I don't think we're quite there yet, but I think eventually that happens. But you'll always have a superior local way to play the game. Mm -hmm. But I just think, and this will always just be a choice. It'll mm -hmm. always just be an option. I don't know that it ever completely takes over mm -hmm. for that specific reason. I think local fidelity is always. You know, when I, I'll say 100% that we're going to get there quick is when physical media dies completely. Mm, interesting and because when people are doing choice, nothing right? but digital i feel like that's when everyone's going to be pushing for it let me get uh, i'm dead man he's chomping at the bit man he's ready to jump in i'm dead what's up baby where you at look, are they dead look we said by everyone all those influencers and everything else back in 2012 said console market's dead it's going to be gone by 
2018, they said, and look where we are now. We got 100 million PS4s, 4 million Xbox One, and we've got the Switch who's absolutely going against every grain of reality that we know to sell a console. Consoles Mm -hmm. aren't going to go away. I agree with Mike. You were looking at like a 15 to 20-year timeline. However, Mm -hmm. the day that I can play PlayStation games, Xbox games, and I, I'm holding out for Nintendo games. The day I can natively download those onto my PC, my consoles are going out the window. <laughs> I'm buying a $2,000 PC. I don't. I honestly and truly believe that Nintendo's never leaving that market. They're always going to have some kind of portable infrastructure. Nintendo's going to be the, you know be the goal of them from Lord of the Rings. They're going to be sitting in the corner like, no, <laughs> you can't take it from us. We need They're going to be doing that, but that's fine. But like I've said this before, I love the flexibility of PC gaming, but the thing is, all my friends play on Xbox or PlayStation so those are the consoles I play. Mm-hmm. And when the market starts to change, my friends will follow where the market goes, and that's mm-hmm. where I'll eventually go. I don't have a loyalty to any of the box. I don't think any of the boxes are going anywhere anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Like, it said, like it's been mentioned before, internet quality and everything else isn't the same everywhere. Like if anyone's ever been to Europe, their oh, internet yeah, quality yeah. is... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you, you ask people in Britain what their internet quality is like, and they're like, "Hey, I like my two megabytes per second. <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm with you, man. I'm with you, man. Uh, but, finish yeah. up, I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Uh, things are going to change, and it's the same thing as I remember when, like, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. people were like, "Oh man, I don't understand this disc stuff. Like, why would you ever go away from a cartridge? It makes no mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. This can get scratched so easy. A cartridge, you can throw it at your mom's head, and it'll still be okay." Like. <laughs> Like that was the great thing about cartridges, but we all shifted away, shifted the discs. Sony's pushed that innovation through. Xbox followed suit, and now we're on discs. And Nintendo is still on cartridges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, know, you know how I know? You know how I know that King and I are right? Because mm-hmm. Addicts against us. Anytime <laughs> <laughs> Addict makes a bet. <laughs> so he loses his knees into the wall. <laughs> please, sir. Oh, could oh, you please give me back my knees, sir? <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to even talk about that. I lost one bet, and you guys be acting like I've lost every bet ever made. Yeah, like, like give addict a break. He he ain't at kid smooth levels. Of why, why why can't why can't we ever bring up when uh, Lord King David lost the list bet? No one wants to oh, talk no, about no, that. No, no, no. I stood there, sir. I did say you won. I said it on and, camera, and, sir. I so, but, it you, on camera. Uh, but you don't see me bringing this the, the but, stuff but up no, every week. I, I still have your knees, sir. <laughs> your knees is in the your bushes. Back So you're saying there's bushes in your house? Yes, oh, sir. And, uh, they just you might need knees. to get that taken care of. You got to get some gardening or something in there, man. Just for your knees, sir. Anyway, look, I give it up, Mike, and uh, Dan. I mean, look, at some point, you know, we probably will get there. I just don't think it's anytime soon until the infrastructure is in place. And obviously, you want if you want the highest fidelity, you want the best place to play, it's going to be on a dedicated platform. It's always, in my opinion, going to be an option. So people want to get their premium experience. But once infrastructures rise, once 5G is in place, and, you know, again, on a global scale, I don't know if everyone can be accommodated. But I still think the option is going to be there. So we shall see. A lot of tech and stuff to talk about it. Lord Addict, what is going on with EA? Yeah. 
All right, so hold up. Let me let me turn on my camera for this. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, here we go. Here we go. We're going to get, get uh, Neben live? I'll give you a knee bend live when you publicly say Fallout 76 came out buggy as hell. All right. All right. Fallout 76 came out buggy as hell. Let's do it. You're thirsty right yeah, now, man. You need, you need, you need some water, man. You need, you need some water. You were too easy on him with that one. You need some water. But okay, anyway. So right now, uh, you know, a couple months ago, I don't even know how long ago it was, but Sony actually announced that they weren't going to be E3. Uh, people claimed. I was actually one of them saying, you know, this isn't a huge, like, the, the thing is, is people want to say E3 was dead. I didn't necessarily think it was dead. I just thought, you know, it, it's not as impactful as it used to be. Just right. because, you know, Sony's not going to be there doesn't mean the whole platform's dead. But now it's looking like E. A isn't going to be there too. Uh, and I don't think they're EA already kind of left it a little bit with the EA play. Are they even going to do an EA play? They are doing an EA play. It is confirmed. And what we've heard right now is they are doing, it's a little different in the sense of they're not going to do a press conference, but they're going to be doing some live multi streams while they're there. So they're going to have some presence. So what I want to bring to the, the round table is uh, first off, I want to ask two questions. Uh, one, do you think E3 is dead? Do you yeah. think that next year, you know, Microsoft might pull up? Because I feel like the reason Microsoft e e didn't even consider it is because they saw that as an opportunity. Mm. Uh, do you think with Inside Xbox, as it starts to grow and it starts to grow as a platform, do you think they might pull away announcements from E3 to spread on all of the Inside Xbox? Go more towards an, uh, you know, a, a direct focus, like, you know, what Nintendo does. And my second question is, do you think EA true intentions on not being there is they didn't have nothing to show because they've canceled most a lot of their projects besides uh the they could go on there i guess and theoretically they can just show you a bunch of um uh, sports but uh, you know they've done that a lot they got clowned on for their last years uh do you think that but another thing is you know titanfall 3 that's not there so it's kind of weird that they didn't have an e3 do you think that e a just doesn't have nothing to show. Do you what do you think is the reason that they're not gonna do that? Gotta pay the bill. <laughs> Show them one second. Shout out to Lord Vogel's Creed. He said, I got the Razor Phone 2 on sale for, for 500 <laughs> Save 300 and I'm ready for this cloud streaming. Can't wait to play my Xbox games to X Cloud. I just need the Razor Brad Jew mobile controller. Salute the Vogel's Creed getting ready. I just, I just is, have a question. That is what? one hell of a phone. Really? That phone I don't even know what the is, Razor Phone 2 is. Yo, yeah. listen to me. That is one hell of a phone. That's mm. a hell of a phone. It, 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 is that what uh, Anchorman shaved his beard with? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's get to let's get to Addis quick. Uh, so the first part, Addis, can, can you're up, you're up. Yes, on? yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay, this is uh, your guys are ringing the alarms. The cuckoo bells is going up. No, check it, check it out, check it out. Mm -hmm. EA Play is still going to be there. All right, all right. so all right. they already made that commitment. All right, mm -hmm. this is this is how they are not like Sony. Mm -hmm. All right, this is how they're not like Sony. Sony's not going to be there at all facts okay at so at all so facts. if you're a sony fan and you were, you thought that banner was gonna be out there waiting greatness greatness is in the bushes oh <laughs> they are God. not showing up 
EA will be there with EA Play. We know how EA Play do. EA Play is a, a big part of the first inaugural weekend, getting you into E3. So if you ever been to E3 and you try to get there just for that Monday to that for, to, to that Thursday, you are missing out on EA Play. Which mm -hmm. have artists there, they have live concerts, they have playing uh new games there, they have beverages, shirts, everything is the nice extravaganza. Mm -hmm. They are still committed to E3. Mm -hmm. Listen, with all the stuff going on with Anthem, mm -hmm. with all the stuff that's surrounding mm -hmm. them with uh cancellations of games, mm -hmm. I am happy that another uh one of these fake developers mm -hmm. oh don't fake developers listen. They don't need a press conference. Oh, okay. we've been saying this for the longest. Yeah, you hate we, those. You hate I'm those other press conferences. I, I, I mean, but, but what what developer does a press conference? Is always no, he's talking about, like, listen that Ubisoft stuff. That yeah. Ubisoft. That's a publisher, not a developer. Well, yeah. Well, they, they, they develop games, right? Talking about the third party publisher. Yeah, third party developer. Start. start go right back to showcasing your games mm -hmm. and paying that money. To have them on Microsoft, mm -hmm. Sony, and Nintendo. Mm -hmm. You don't need we don't care to hear from you. We don't want to hear your voice. Put your best <laughs> foot forward, put your games on these people's platform, uh. and just shut up and just <laughs> let those games be played. We don't want I I never watch your shows. I swear. I'm so when I heard the news, out, yeah, and, see, I know for I know for a fact you fraud because we watched uh Ubisoft oh. when we was at E3. Well, okay, what happened? What did mm -hmm. I do? I tuned the hell out. Right, you tuned out. You but he does. He does. He, I gotta get him. Stand him. He's I, never been a fan no. of. Well, to be fair, Ubisoft. Ubisoft does pretty much show the same stuff every year. Like literally every year, they show the Rainbow New Expansion coming out in the fall. Or they show the Four Hundred Expansion coming out in the fall. They're like, okay, this is the new Coke we're giving you next year, and then they end the show. But what right. did they? What do they give you back? This is what you got back when you found out this new information, right? The shows is usually how long? Like an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Mm -hmm. You got back an hour and a half for two hours of quality lifetime. Mm -hmm. To hell with them. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think what the issues is with EA is like they've been ever since they've tried to do a show, they have never gotten props for their show. Ever. Yeah, that's true. I, I can't remember and every single time like they have made bad calls for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, like what the one I think of like what was the last time it was like why do you have all these YouTube personalities for our live stream? Why do you they have LA on your on your stage? Yeah. <laughs> I will give them the one that the, the year that they had a uh, Dragon Age Inquisition though. I thought that was a strong, strong one. Remember Were that? They, was that EA play though? Um, I gotta remember. It's been so long. I, I think, think that was the last was time. 2014. It was kind of revered because then, and I believe Dragon's Age won Game of the Year that year. If I if I remember. yeah, it won Game of the Year is a pity. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that was a slow year. <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> Any any other um reasons why as far as this whole EA thing? He's in <laughs> look, it looks like nobody cares. <laughs> look, look, I, I, I'm gonna be real. This is my first E3. I'm going, I'm scheduled in, I got all that lined up, but I really have like everyone was like, one of my friends has been doing this event for like seven years. And he looks at me and goes, Man. He's like, you're going to want to pack a pillow if you go to EA's conference because he's like, it's boring. Nobody wants to be here, but we're here because we have to be. They canceled the conference. I'll go to EA Play. I'll do that. I'll chop it up that way. But their conference is like, does anyone remember last year where they sat down? They're like, we have a command and conquer 
game. Mobile. Mobile. So we're going to bring out two professional mobile gamers to show <laughs> off Command & Conquer, which we don't want to put on your PC or console. We're going to announce the remaster for those games four months later. But here's a mobile game, and watch us play a full mobile game for 10 minutes. Mm. Terrible. Nobody wants to see that. EA's got nothing to show. They've mm. got the Respawn Star Wars game, which they're already revealing before E3. Mm -hmm. And uh, as Attic said, they cancel everything else. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Anyone else on this uh, EA's reasoning for? Uh, yeah, they just don't have anything to show. I mean, Dragon Age is Dragon Age is barely being worked on now. That's a next gen game. Mm -hmm. That's that's not even remotely ready. So, what are they going to talk about? Anthem DLC, season two stuff, or whatever? I don't Changes think they want to talk about Anthem at all. Right, they, they, have have to to they absolutely have to. But you know, um, and then you know, Battlefield stuff. Let's mm -hmm. say, let's say they do release the the Battlefield uh, Battle Royale stuff, oh, and, and, it, and it's actually hot, and people love it. Like obviously, you know, you, you're going to want to talk about that stuff. So. There in whatever uh, whatever respawns new thing, new Titanfall thing is that supposedly coming later this year. Mm -hmm. So they have stuff to talk about, but I don't think it's enough to. Oh, wait, to wait, what, isn't respawn respawn doing the Jedi game, right? And they're also they're doing, doing the Jedi game. Yeah. But what about I mean, what about the argument that um you know Apex Legends is such a good place and dominant for them right now, like that they could talk about that, release I, some content, get the base kind of. I know, think they can run they can run a Nintendo Direct style video right from yeah. EA Play. Mm -hmm. Where, for everybody that's there yeah. and be like yeah guess what you can play it in a few minutes like you know <laughs> all the kiosks are there so you can play you can play it on the show floor um you know whatever when when the show floor or live up. at home exactly right. you know stuff like that i think they can just do i just don't think they have enough to really warrant a press conference and like, like everybody said like the ones in the past have been underwhelming there's no reason for it got you mike did you get in because i had an audio issue. I didn't know if I got yeah you. yeah i mean I, it's it's like everybody's saying i mean they honestly they really don't have much to show just like sony doesn't really have enough to show so they're not going to spend resources to do an e3 show mm -hmm. if they really don't have anything and i think we're starting to see a shift now with companies where if they do have something coming down the line they're mm -hmm. able to announce that in other venues be it like a tweet or a quick video or a direct or something like that, and they could generate hype without having to do the whole E3 thing. Yeah. I think that they yeah. are going to do something around E3. I don't think it's going to be like... Yeah, they've confirmed. They've confirmed yeah I don't think it's going to be like Sony's situation because Sony's like, we ain't going to be there. We ain't going to be around. We, we right. ain't going to even turn that stuff on. We just right. go sit in our house and, you know, that, mm -hmm. that's all. But yeah. I think e EA is, is mindset is Okay, we're going to be there. We have the, you know, we've already stepped away from the floor, the show floor. We might as well just do something our own thing and not even be part of that at all. Yeah, listen, man, I, I, I hear you. I think it, I agree, Addict. It is a little different in the sense that, like I said, they, they're going to have some presence as opposed to Sony not being there completely. You know, they're going to do the uh, multi stream. But I agree with, you know, most of you guys on the panel, I man. I think it's like one of these things where they're looking at it from a financial standpoint and this saves them money, I guess, instead of having a traditional press conference so yeah i think i'm like the only one who kind of liked a little stupid press conference i used to like to you know lose sports games or whatever they used i to was uh, i was at work last uh year when uh, i was i was on the phones at dish and i was watching their conference <laughs> and, and uh, I, I let it slip i was watching it with one of my cousins he's like oh mm -hmm. she's like oh honey i'll go ahead and get off here so you can watch i was like don't worry it's just ea to be entirely honest to be entirely mm -hmm. honest with the, the e3 in general yeah 
I mean, outside of Microsoft and Sony, there's only ever been two publishers who actually made your like it worth your time. Right. It was, yeah. Ubisoft's got stuff to show. They just right. do a bad job of showing it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Bethesda's got stuff. I mean, yeah, they, but- they always bring something to the table, at least make it worth your time. I'll give them that. Bethesda usually they does they have a decent show. We got to give Ega that, though. But I'll, that, I'll give them that. They usually have games to show. Oh, like, the game. we had to- Listen, I'm not worth showing. I'm not it's gonna lie. Okay. EA, it's always the same thing. It's here's our sports titles plus one game. Anchor maybe two. knows when you go to Cali and you go to Bethesda and you, and you from beginning to end, mm. they know how to party. Mm. If they don't know how to put out a good game, <laughs> they know how to party. Wow. <laughs> and maybe they should stop partying. <laughs> And put out some good games. That's the problem. We, can't, we can't generalize, man. All the Wolfenstein stuff. Yo, yo, check, check it out. Check it out. All the stuff he didn't, no, he just what didn't see that coming. He did not see that coming. That was a hell of a blow. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. Yeah, yo, I mean, that always definitely puts on a good show. But yeah, man, I mean, I'm old school, man. It's it's sad to me that uh these guys are not EA and Sony not gonna go. You know, and it shows like like uh Attica saying maybe this is the direction. You know what I'm saying? This thing we, we gotta stop so associating them with Sony. Yeah, let's let's stop associating them with Sony. Sony's doing something a disservice to their fans. Mm. Right? Let's let's <laughs> let's stop associating what they're doing. And you know, you have a lot of Sony fans saying, See, I told you, I told you that E3 is not what the hell with you. EA is still gonna be there. All right, so I, I, I will have to give it to them because at the end of the day, they might not be there conference wise. But you could go somewhere if you're there. Here's the thing like E3, it used to be about the industry, now it's about the industry and the fans. And mm-hmm. Sony's like, We're just not gonna let we're not gonna even be present for our friends. And and for the actual people that say they don't need to be there, how is the 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 con the leading industry, the leading platform, not at the biggest conference of the year? Like it makes no sense. Even if they were just on the show floor, that's mm-hmm. still better than not being there at all. You I know, think, I think we've the, asked this question before, though. Do you guys really think they don't make a single announcement that whole week to try to take? No, they're not doing a call. Never. I think, no, I think no, if thing. anything, if that if that Last of Us rumor is true, I think they might drop a trailer that week. But that's right, exactly. But that's what I'm sovereign. saying. They'll, they'll make an announcement of something that but, week. The sovereign. Mm-hmm. The hell we're with gonna your, do it right with, after with, the Microsoft the, conference. The hell with right, your BS probably. announcement. Look at the guy that took his five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Fly in and got his hotel or his Airbnb, and he's he's ready. He's happy. The mm-hmm. Sony dude that really don't know anything, that's really not in the Twitter. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna get there, mm-hmm. and they are not there in any form or capacity. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I, under, I understand that a lot of Sony people. This and trust me, guys. Mm-hmm. When I went there, I was in that Sony booth. Mm-hmm. I was all over that Sony stuff. I saw Flute Guy. I saw, <laughs> I saw all of the, I was there. Mm-hmm. So if, if you think I'm talking from a standpoint of an Xbox dude, I'm talking from a standpoint of a gamer and somebody who's paying his hard-earned dollars to go out to Cali to get mm-hmm. the best experience and bring you back that stuff. If you're at work and you're, you're tuning into Lords of Gaming Network and you're tuning into ILP on YouTube and you're trying to get these videos, you're trying to be there in spirit. I'm trying to give you the most out of your viewing pleasure, right? So if I can't show you the games from a company that you love, who does that hurt? That hurts you. Mm. 
No, I'm saying so. The, for the fact that they don't, they're not there at all. That mm. tells you something that they don't respect your dollars. Mm. Okay. And I want to piggyback on King's statement here. All right, go I'm ahead. Piggyback in on this. You know what? The biggest disservice to me was when Sony pulled out of E3, I went, okay, mm -hmm. you want to do your own event? You want to show hardware? Stuff's cooking in the oven? Mm -hmm. I get that because mm -hmm. E3 is an industry event. That's mm -hmm. what it was made for. It's switching, right. it's switching gears. It's in a transitional period. They need to figure that out. Mm -hmm. The biggest disrespect and what made me sad as a video game fan was the amount of people that said when Sony canceled PSX mm -hmm. and said, oh, it's fine. It doesn't matter. We don't have anything to show. That event was only about the fans. That was yeah, developers and their fans sure. interacting and everything else. As a PlayStation fan, you shouldn't be sitting there going, yeah, that's fine. I don't need to go PSX. I don't want to meet Corey Barlog. I don't want to talk about God of War. I don't want to see – I don't want to get my hands on any of these games. That is a disservice to your fan base. Mm -hmm. That's the key that's here. Mind too. They're about to starve you for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a minute. Mm -hmm. They're about to – they're about – what was it? They didn't, count, they didn't cancel E3 last year. They canceled PSX last year, mm -hmm. and now they're canceling E3. Mm -hmm. And now you're gonna wait till PSX next year. Okay, let me let me bring this back to you guys. You guys are bringing up valid points, and I'm glad you guys are talking about this because it is important. And um, what about you know the mindset that I see that people say, look, they're in such a commanding position, you know, that it's better not to show the same old things over again, actually when they have something ready to show than to, like to kind of put out a bad product. Let, let, let me counter that, though. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is yes, maybe if they haven't had anything, if they don't have a big group announcement to show mm -hmm. at E3, I get that. Because everyone kind of, there, there was a backlash that I didn't quite understand with Sony's E3 last year. I thought the pacing was horrible. The flute, but I thought, man, the flute what about the flute man on day? <laughs> the games they showed were bomb, though. If you remove the gimmicks behind mm -hmm. that E3 conference, the games they showed were absolute fire. Mm. And what they showed off was phenomenal. How they chose to show it off, not the best. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I want to see these games. I don't care if we come out and we show off a different trailer for The Last of Us Part 2. I don't see if we care if we see Ghost of Tsushima again. I don't care if I see more Death Stranding. These are games I'm invested in as a consumer. I want to see these games. If you need to change your format and do something else mm -hmm. to better showcase these games and showcase these developers, if you made a panel and you did a, a stream where you get Corey Barlog, Hideo Kojima, and mm -hmm. all these guys that are developing these games to sit down and talk about these games, mm -hmm. yeah, some people are going to be like, oh, this is boring. Yeah. But well, there's going to be... They went in on the couches, though, Undead. Remember, they tried that. Yeah, they, and they, I know. They, and you know what? session. <laughs> as uh, as someone who enjoys that kind of thing, though, it makes me sad to see them moving away from that. Because yeah. back in 2016, I was, I'm an Xbox guy. Yeah. I was screaming, Xbox doesn't communicate. They don't do this. They don't do that. Yeah. PlayStation's got PSX. They got E3. They do Paris Games Week. They do Tokyo Game Show. Yeah. What is Xbox doing? Now we get an inside Xbox every month. We have XO events. Mm -hmm. And they're doing E3. And Sony cancels PSX, isn't doing E3. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we'll give you some blog posts. Yeah. It's like they flipped I, roles. I do. You don't I do low key think Sony's getting full of themselves. Like you don't I really get do. A kiosk 
with Ghost of Hashima, and you don't get a kiosk of, of, of all the new games like The Last of Us 2. You don't walk into the showroom floor. I don't care if you don't have a press conference. Right. You don't get hands-on on potential I feel that. buyers. That, that's my biggest issue. Right? Be, you don't have to have a conference, but be there for your fans. Like, yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Right. I mean, it's like you have to be there for your fans. Show the exclusives that you do have coming out, even if we already know what they are. But you have to remember, too, Sony's got all the marketing and licensing deals this gen. So you uh, would think that they would want to put, because they have the marketing deal with Call of Duty, that they would want to put Modern well, Warfare 4 if, on there. If you look last year, they didn't show no third-party stuff at their conference last year. Mm -hmm. yeah, but like but one I, game. But I am Here's, here's, a, here's a hypothetical, though. Yeah. Here's a hypothetical question I can ask, though. Mm -hmm. What if they're not? What if they're not what? What if they're not getting those marketing deals? And that's uh, well, what it, it, the question on top of your question. What happens to the, <laughs> the games that have the marketing deals, right? And Sony doesn't have that presence that would normally show on the Sony stage, right? Because mm -hmm. I've been, to those I've been told that is something they do use uh, to get that marketing rights. It's, right. You know, we could show you on the biggest stage of the year. We're the leading platform. We could show you when all of our fans are tuning in for E3. They're not even there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Christopher Hart going in on y'all. He said it's funny yeah, how you gotta go to the to the <laughs> for us to read that, Chris. You gotta put it in bold letters. I can't see that. I'm sorry, brother. Uh, we, we got another topic, brother. We got another topic. Gina's <laughs> like, just, just move on. He's like, it's not green wow. or red. I gotta be move green. On. I gotta see it in green. I don't see it in green, so I can't even what what that say can't see it. Oh my god, out of control. I gotta rep you because I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shine that light. You are gonna make me talk. You gonna have to make me talk. You see that little button right there that says the dollar sign? You gonna have to make me read that. And that amount, it's gonna have to be five dollars. Cool. It could be a dollar. It could be a dollar. I don't care. About you make me read it. Make me read all the text. I see. I see. Work is scroll us gone. Shout out to the super chat, Shaley. Shout out. New topic. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Because uh, we were talking to Kid Smooth about that. He's like, uh, and talked about something about Super Chats. He's like, I don't really address anything non-Super Chat anyway. Oh That's not to make y'all laughing right now. Yo, Lord King, since you uh, what the next topic so bad, you are up. Oh, Nintendo. What's going on with Grandpa, man? Yo, I'm going to tell you right now, Grandpa is a swindler, an <laughs> old-time hustler, baby. I'm going to tell you right now, if you've never seen anybody do it, this boy done made cardboard great again. You see this? This right here could be oh, your boy. next console. All right? This, this, yo, listen. Nintendo, if you think it's a joke, Nintendo told you that that piece that I put up there can be playable. Now, check this out, right? Oh, no. Nintendo is entering the VR space. Uh-huh. Are you serious, King? <laughs> Damn facts. And they're going to do it. They're going to do it in a uh, way. I, I got to get in this skit with you, King. What are they doing, King? <laughs> well, well, let me tell you, Attic. <laughs> We got commercial. <laughs> Let me tell you, Attic, they're doing just like Google Cardboard, but they're doing it on a greater scale. What are they doing it with the greater scale, kid? They're charging you $79.95 for the VR kit. 
And you know what you get with that? Attic? What do you get with the kit? <laughs> <laughs> you get the complete Labo VR kit that includes switch software materials to build all six con toys. Oh, uh, too much fun with this. Toy-Con VR gaggles, goggles. You got the blaster. Gaggles, you got the, the camera. You got the, what is that? The bird. You got the wind pedal. You got the elephant. And also, you got a screen holder and a safety cap. That's for $79.95. Are you going to buy that, King? No. But check this out. If you can't afford that, they also have the broke dude kit. All right? So that's the broke dude kit? The broke dude kit goes for $39. $9.95. And that comes with the starter blaster. So check this out, right? You get the goggles, you get the blaster, and also you get the screen holder and the safety cap. Hey, and if that's not enough, Nintendo's back in your pockets for the expansions. <laughs> Those expansions go for $19.95 each. And they all are cardboard. No, <sighs> no. Nah, nah. I'm telling you right now what's going to happen. PlayStation's going to come out with their competing thing, the PlayStation Gaggles. Put your VR next to it. I want to bring this to the floor. Yo, they even tell you you can turn off the fake VR in it because it's like a glorified. Um, well, everybody had a Viewmaster when they were small. Yes, but yeah. all right. It's a glorified. <laughs> you putting this on your eyes and you just clicking the button. <laughs> Bro, I want to know how the hell are these guys doing this and they're doing it that you're $79.95. They really putting this out there. Please, somebody help me, Sway. Help me. Oh my God. Yo, Sam, we, we ain't trying to cut our heads off. My blood pressure is we, we gotta pay the bills. Quick, we gotta pay the bills for real quick. Oh, we got Nintendo's the only company that can literally sell people cardboard and they buy it. Fact. Shout out to Fastback. Look, there, you know what? I think we need a Patreon of King putting together a Labo. Word. Yo, shout out to Fastback OG with the uh, ten dollars super chat. The console was in chat to the bushes. Gaming is gaming, no matter system, exclusive, third party, AAA or indie. Hit that like button, share sub to the Iron Lords. Anthem, aka FTW. I won't make a comment on that Anthem thing you just because you did a super chat. But if it wasn't a super chat, I would have said it's in the bushes. Hold on, hold on. I gotta get undead, man. Undead. <laughs> <laughs> This uh heart, you see, that's how you get your stuff read. <laughs> Where are you at with uh Greg? all right? So we all know why Labo's a thing. It's recycled Wii U boxes they couldn't sell. <laughs> all right. That, so are that, you saying that's like the, the stuff all we, we ordered too much? Let's make it into a game. <laughs> Look, the first thing I saw, I log on to Twitter and Jeffrey Grubb shed it to him on Twitter. He said he has this tweet and says, guy, he's got the VR set on, and there's a cardboard duck. On his head, and he's like, "Hey, mom, look what's up this duck's butt!" Like, wow. <laughs> only Nintendo can sell you cardboard that you're gonna put your Switch in, strap it on your head to see a 720p 30 FPS game. Like, people are like, "Oh man, I can't, I can't use PSVR, HTC Vive to get motion." How can you vomit just, the quickest with the King, Nintendo lab? I got a serious <laughs> question, King. Lord King, we need to have this answered right now. Is Lord Cognito and Lord Sovereign buying this? Yo, sing, they, yo, yo, Sovereign, they come out of the like, yo, why is Sovereign Cognito quiet? 
Well, what they're doing is on Amazon right now pre-ordering this. It is. I give it to King. He went out there and bought Labo. He did that with his kid. Oh, you did it? I thought you got a Oh, he's shaming you. He said you was a quarter. Wait, no, hold up, hold up. Put me in the bushes like that. Like, you really put me inside the bushes. Hold up. Best part of this is wait till Soldier Boy comes out with a plastic bag VR version where you put the switch in a plastic bag that you put the plastic bag over your head. The Soldier Boy Labo is new. The Soldier Boy cardboard. Listen, Labo. Labo did not do as well as we thought it was going to do. Uh-huh. You have heard nothing from Labo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to pay the bill. Shout out to Dizzy with the $25 super chat. He said, I need a king at Attic infomercial every episode going forward. Please and thank you. They love y'all Labo VR commercial. Y'all tag team for this one. This is the payback for us. <laughs> they like, oh, they cover for us. So Labo ain't doing it. I never said I was getting Labo. Did you get Labo, Kyle? I ain't get Labo. Exactly. But they come in at us. Remember, we always say that no matter what switch do this generation they win. So <laughs> can't do no wrong. No, but this, this, listen, at the, at the very bottom of the barrel base level thing, I want to see what this looks like. Because the thing is, the you thing is, I think because you're gonna buy it. You, you gotta think about you gotta think about like oh you gotta imagine. Hold up, sorry, look, look, sorry. you just gotta imagine. All you gotta imagine is that box with two holes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked like. That, I just showed you. The thing is, like, if you think about like the low the 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 cheapest VR headsets out there right now, they're like blowing the specs of this out of the water. Like there's no there's no VR to this. They just threw VR on there as a part. There's no VR in there. Like I don't know what the hell they're gonna show you. This, and if, this thing, this thing they're is just cardio. gonna show you an empty box. That's the VR, an empty box. <laughs> what, what is this? How you simulate a black hole in VR? This thing is like this thing is like five times one of those little cheap ass ones that you get at like five below, and it's made out of cardboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You put you put it on there like, and it just says like, there's like a little button you press on it. That's just an audio. It's like visualize Mario. <laughs> here's what I here's what I think. Here's what I think. Right. I think. Nintendo is perfecting their cardboard technology <laughs> so that so that in 20 no, 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 so that wait 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 let me finish let me finish so that in 2125 when they come out with their own streaming box it's just going to be a literal box <laughs> you, you, you got to repeat that you got to repeat that man. Oh <laughs> their cardboard technology their cardboard technology <laughs> that those two worlds should even be in the same Anyway, <laughs> let me tell you, Ninten- the art of cardboard. <laughs> Nintendo Labo is like my hairline receding. <laughs> no, but see, y'all think it's a joke, right? Uh-huh. They are actually winning with this. That Labo is sold out when you go to GameStop. Mm. And is, this- is it sold out because they're not restocking it? No, <laughs> no, yo, listen, um. Anchor, they actually sell this stuff. It's actually being sold. This little kid that's because it's cardboard. One truck got stolen, it took the whole inventory. Yo, if you get wet, you gotta buy another one. Like <laughs> little kids are actually walking around with the with the backpack on and they're doing the punching. And 
I say this is absolutely ingenious. But the fact that you're selling something marketed towards VR that has zero VR, all right? It has it's to have zero VR. There's it no doesn't way. even have a strap for your head. Like, <laughs> like, you don't have a strap on your head in the it. I, Defy or, or King, we need that fraud alert, man. We need the fraud need alert. The this, is, this is the fraud thing, man. They no, try to pull it off. You, like, you reaching, you just you reaching because you just get you get the, the boot every week. That's why that's why you're reaching right now. <laughs> Listen, man. I mean, like, I'll be jumping. This is gotta be closer, King. Oh my god. It is <laughs> Listen, man, right. I'm, I'm this not is even me mad. on Labo. You're kidding, man. I'm not even mad at them. Like, get of your course you're not, not mad. I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at them. Listen, I thought the Labo was 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 nothing to be interested in. I, I thought I, I laughed through the whole commercial. I was like, what is this? What are they trying to do? This thing looks really cheaply made. You know what I'm saying? And clearly, I'm not the target demographic. <laughs> Wait a second. It's a Labo under hey, his hey, bed. All they have to do to get Lord Cognito on this is... uh. Do a white set labo. Oh, that, man. If, they, if they got them, get the games labo. <laughs> I might, I might have to check it out now. But all jokes aside, man, every time I bet against the switch, this gen, they prove me wrong. I think this thing might move, y'all. <laughs> no, no. I, I think you know, it might you know, move. Understand, Cog? It, dude, it, it's a labo of love. <laughs> wow. Listen, no, look, I can, I can make an Xbox labo right now. Kitchen knife. Xbox One, Xbox. <laughs> so, I appreciate. Uh, I got to interrupt. I appreciate everyone for coming out. I got to take off. Uh, I got to get ready for work. He's rushing. I gotta. I gotta say this before. 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 I promise I will gotta... EMP when I leave. <laughs> uh, before Before you leave, I gotta tell you, low key though. Every time I'm watching you on camera today, I keep thinking I'm watching an episode of Alaskan Bush People. <laughs> man, I, I do have admin privileges on this channel. You really right? Yeah, he so can podcast. Be careful. Be careful. She showed. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Later, Attic, later. Yeah, man. Listen, man. I mean, I, I think they still might be okay. So forty dollars. Wow. This is the thing that we laugh at it because it's uh, it's not for us, yep. but it is for somebody. Somebody and somebody's go buy that. Matter of fact, when we had Hog on the show, remember Hog had it or is this for his kids? No, no, the the thing is, is what what King said is like they might get pushback because I can't see any real V any anything really resembling VR being utilized in this. Right. How many people really know what VR is? Like this is the thing, they can fool any damn one. Like if, (laughs) if you don't know what VR is, and you give it to this little four year old, this little five year old, and you're like, here, Tommy, VR. VR and he really runs away with that. And he really thinks that's what VR is. That's they might I'm change saying. the narrative that's on what VR. I'm Shout out to Fastback. Like we laughing, and then I wouldn't be surprised if that MPD come out and we see the forty dollar version leading, at least in the top five or on yeah, the MPD. I believe you. I believe you. You know how they do. So if they can fraud, nobody knows is real VR or not coming at that thirty five dollar price point. Ninety five. They are not. Playing, <laughs> dude. They got the eighty dollars for all of them. Oh man! My only question is, what is the actual quality of this VR experience? I don't want to be. And that's the thing, because if kids start throwing up left and right, then you're gonna have a problem. <laughs> I mean, if you think if you think about PSVR and you need a two hundred dollar headset at minimum two hundred dollar console, and that is 
that is an okay experience. What, what is this going to give you? <laughs> I don't think is what we think. I think is a view master. I think you actually wow. put it on and you actually probably see the images in 3D and it, you know, hit oh, the yeah. slide. Yeah, and like, it like those, uh, like those 3D, uh, what was it, the pictures they do like on Facebook? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> I don't wow. think they have kids actually running around with that on, running into walls and doing all this crazy stuff. I think it's a view master sit down type of thing. I think they're gonna master this space. I really, honestly do. I, I think so. Too. I'm laughing, but I think so. you never know, man. They know something we clearly don't, because <laughs> they are pushing this thing. They're still supporting it. We gotta see, man. We got a lot of time. Let's get this thing out of here. Lord, solve, psych it off, and uh, days gone, man. Yeah, man. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna blowvate a little bit, man, because I'm okay. super excited. <laughs> I'm super excited for these games. Woo. Um. So finally, we start. We started getting some uh, some gameplay previews and embargoes were going up mm -hmm. for Sekiro. We can actually see at least you know an hour, two hours worth of gameplay. And you've often heard us talk on the podcast about about Channel Five and the origins of the Iron Lords and what that meant to us. Mm -hmm. And you know, again, I, I know we've reiterated this a million times, but for us, Channel Five, when we say something's Channel Five, it, it takes us back to those days, Saturday afternoons, Kung Fu Theater, or like on Fox Five, like Max. you just spent Saturday afternoons wa just watching, you know. Uh, five deadly venoms, Bruce mm. Lee, all, all that old stuff. And oh anytime we saw, we saw a, a, a hot fight with, with 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 smooth flowing, like you know, like moves and whatnot. That's Channel Five does. That's what we call wow. Channel Five. And for me, Sekiro is that, and mm. and it does it in a way. And what makes me super excited about it is the fact that it's it's in a genre that has sort of gradually moved towards continuously improving their combat if you look at the souls games right mm -hmm. dark souls it, the combat has always been sort of a little bit stilted very slow very dependent on on blocking and then finding your openings and then with bloodborne that evolved somewhat where it was more about the attack and moving side to side and i think sekiro takes that even a step further because now it incorporates it incorporates the defense with the offense being right up on your opponent deciding whether you want to parry or whether you want to straight up attack or whether you want to use stealth to approach them mm -hmm. in a way that none of these games have ever done before Fact. and for me like i have there's two universal truths that i sort of live by mm -hmm. And this is stupid, but <laughs> you want you want to make anything better? You add bacon to it, or you add ninjas to it. Bacon Woo! and ninjas. That's it. <laughs> he said, "Put a little ninja on it. Sprinkle a little bacon. Sprinkle a little ninja on anything, and you good. You got It looks like it looks like Tenchu redrawn, like yeah, Tenchu on the next level. Mm -hmm. The thing is, when when we originally saw it, one of the first uh the, the first videos they put up of it, they showed that exact Tenchu animation when he's creeping around corners. And I'm like, wait a minute, okay, so this is this is not Tenchu, but they're incorporating things from it. And in seeing all this video now, they for me, they've incorporated everything that was great about Ninja Gaiden, Tenchu. And the Soul series, all in one, and 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 then even going back to other stealth series like 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 Splinter Cell, where it's your 
the ability to engage the way you want is there. See, in a Souls game, for the most part, you you have to engage up front. That's it. You're you're face to face, right? And I have no doubt in this game that your the engagements, at least with bosses, are going to be in that realm where you're. It's going to be face to face. I don't know. They're just going to allow you to sneak around bosses and kill them, but when engaging with the world at large, it feels like your choice to engage with your enemies is there. You can be pure stealth. Yes. And, and then oftentimes pure stealth will still open you up to being attacked by groups of, by groups of uh, enemies. And then at that point, you know, the real channel five takes place where you're, you're parrying and you're going back and forth, dodging back in and out of it, it's, I saw things in these videos that really just blew me away. I, mm -hmm. I can't I can't express how excited I am for Sekiro. And it's it's crazy because for me, I enjoy Souls games, right? I don't, I'm not super into like I know people really, really love them. Um, this might this might wild. take me to the next level. It really, it really, really, really it, it seems like a special game to me because mm -hmm. it's it elevates the souls formula, and at the same time, I think it makes it more accessible to people who haven't been really into the souls games because yeah. uh because of this ability to tackle things differently it feels like it could appeal to more people mm. no i feel you man first of all you're, you're trending bacon and ninjas right now you're trending bacon and ninjas. <laughs> oh yeah man. i would jump in real quick because you got me hyped and i i gotta only all this to you oh we gotta pay the bills shout out john to be with the five dollar super chat speaking with passion all the jokes to the side ilp one of the only podcasts that gives you real gamer talk salute lord oh that's my dude johnny b with the best jokes in john b thank you period he, his r kelly joke today was on fire he said 12 play yeah i couldn't say them because i didn't want to get see, <laughs> see see jonathan b if you want these real raunchy jokes to be shown <laughs> you found your conduit <laughs> well, i want to shoot up i want to actually shout out us all man I, I i blame you man like i really <laughs> i wasn't going i wasn't really checking for, for sacred like that and then you would tell you, me and you talk actually last night and we on the drive up and shout out to Tim Dog, Megatron and the crew. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Lemon. You know what I'm saying? We had a good time last night. And um, yeah, and I was like, all right, let me see what Soft talk about with the latest new stuff, right? Because in my mind, I'm like, okay, this is just souls with a little, you know, you know, background switch, so to mm -hmm. speak. So then I'm checking it and I'm like, yo, yo, shout out to Eurogamer. They got a good one out right now. And it was running on, I think it was running on a pro. Mm -hmm. And bro, it looked not only did it look good, the thing that surprised me was like you said, it had the stealth, then the traversal with the grappling hook. Oh my god, that was made it real. So he's moving around the map, you can stealth, you can do all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, I had no idea stealth mechanics were actually in a souls game, and it moves super fast, moves super fluid. The, the sword play, you got to be right, you know, on timing with your strikes and stuff like that. The parry. I ain't gonna front, so you got me on this, man. Because I'm a low key, I'll be frauding on them Souls games. It's just, it's not that the games are whack to me, it's just that, like, I've never been a fan of like the, the dark setting, and I didn't never mm -hmm. like the characters. You throw in that feudal Japan ninjas grappling hook stuff, now I'm in. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think I'm with you, man. And I, this more so than those other games. Mm -hmm. I think the storytelling is going to be more linear and traditional than those other mm -hmm. games. Because if you look at a Souls game and you look at a Bloodborne game, like from software are masters of environmental storytelling and their mm -hmm. worlds 
are integral to the story just as much as anything else. Right. And in these in their worlds sort of tend to double back on each other, right? In in very interesting ways. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt that's gonna be a case with, with Sekiro, but the fact that the story is so pronounced and it's not, I don't know that there'll be a lot of secrets necessarily uncovered. I think it's gonna be a straightforward story, like a revenge tale. Obviously, there's something's gonna come up, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um I, I think that's gonna help it be accessible to more people as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, like I said, that's really what I get. Oh, what I was gonna say is, what gets me about the uh, Sekiro is that it is a stealth aspect of it. Because the, the thing, the part that I hate about stealth games, mm-hmm. at least ones that provide options to you, mm-hmm. is they almost always favor the the loud approach. Right. They almost always are geared towards that, and the stealth stuff is kind of like a just an mm-hmm. afterthought. Yeah. Like Assassin's Creed moved that direction. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know right. for a fact, Adam would agree with me on that. Like they, they move that direction, where at first it was like, okay, you can, it's geared more towards stealth, but you could, you could largely just do it loud and proud and <laughs> do what you got to do. But with Sekiro, because I always wanted a game where it was more like stealth is the preferred way to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can fight them, but it's a pain in the ass, and they reward you more for doing it stealthily. Yeah, uh, that. that be interested that's got my foot in the door yeah absolutely like, man what what about uh undead and uh mike that you guys got any uh inklings on Sekiro? did anything change or you guys are still getting it or no, I, 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 i'm definitely getting it man i got a pre-order and i typically don't like stealth games but i mean i'm not really that big of a souls player the only souls game that i really got into and enjoyed was bloodborne but you know just everything about this game the traversal the combat the setting, the art style, something about it just kind of hooked me. And it's like, I, I w- really want to play it. Absolutely. Undead, where you at, man? Second off. I, I, I don't play from software games. I don't mm-hmm. typically like from software games, but mm-hmm. I got the Sekiro uh, Collector's Edition on because baby, It's ninjas. Ninjas and bacon. Ninjas and bacon. Like, no, seriously, Sekiro is what I wanted from software to do because – Honestly, I think they're a very, very talented studio. They do amazing things with the Dark Souls series. I think Bloodborne was a really good breakout title of kind of changing their pace. Mm-hmm. Dark Souls 3 was them perfecting that formula. I think Sekiro is going to open them to an even wider audience because yes. they're showing we can do this, but we can also do this much more nice. as well. And they are absolutely going to prove... It's going to be one of the best games that releases this year. I absolutely believe that. And they're bringing back something from Demon Souls, mm. which people may not remember. Is the more times you die, it changes the NPCs around really? you. Huh? So it changes how the NPCs interact. And some NPCs, they even said in some of the previews that them. if you die too many times, certain NPCs and side quests will not be available to you because right. those NPCs will die. <clears throat> oh, that's mm-hmm. fire. That's fire. So fire. you actually have to, it comes to a point, if you want to do a 100% run through of this game, mm-hmm. you got to count your deaths and make sure that you're not dying stupidly doing things mm-hmm. rambunctiously. So this is a very going to be one of those games where you got to pace yourself, take mm-hmm. your time, and that's what From Software games are all about. That's what's up. Didn't realize that. King. All right, this is my, 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 my joint is gonna be twofold. Mm-hmm. All right, um, when Phil was on stage mm-hmm. and that game was shown, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my god, the new Tenchu! I thought it was the new Tenchu, mm-hmm. I'm losing my mind. And um, then it said from software, and I automatically gave <laughs> out a sigh of oh boy, 
<laughs> here you go, your controller. Oh boy, here we go. Um, because yeah. I'm the one that played Bloodborne and mm. couldn't get past the werewolf when you first started. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and now I'm the one to play Dark Souls and was trying to figure out why is this dead guy here? And he was telling me something, but I died just like the, the dude. <laughs> right there i'm that guy i'm that guy that tries to play these dark soul games that send soul redemption joint i i'm trying i'm trying i my skill is not of that caliber for this i need to just run in and shoot stuff up and bang stuff out paul and all right so now this is what we used to do back in our uh you know 10 two days we used to give the controller the cognito and sovereign <laughs> right and we all sit in the dark eating popcorn watching them play and right. they will go and, and, and sinister and yeah. they would sneak around corners and hide in the bush watch out watch out the dog and we, <laughs> we'd be in the background and we, it'd be like a channel 5 movie right. and they'd be killing people and, ah! so that's why my, my skill of that game never um grew so at one point I was, I was super elated Right. And then when I saw it said from software, <laughs> that was <laughs> I said, there goes my game in the bushes. Oh right. So I'm, I'm gonna say this, right? Mm -hmm. I hope it makes it to Game Pass. <laughs> I really hope it does because it's another game like Neo, the Neo game that yeah. was for PlayStation, right? Mm -hmm. yep, yep. Now now this don't I, I, let me let me know if I'm right or wrong here, mm -hmm. but I know Souls games making it onto the Xbox platform was a huge thing. Right, and the fact that this game is coming date and day yeah. to a Xbox and a PlayStation uh, platform—I mm -hmm. don't know if it's launching on PC the same day—that's mm -hmm. a huge mm -hmm. thing mm -hmm. um, for those people that love this type of break your controller. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life next type of game. Mm -hmm. um, for me, the fact that From Software is on the the develop—I can't buy this game. <laughs> But just their name, their presence of difficulty alone. I would watch a streamer play it. I would admire it from a distance. <laughs> but if it get in the game pass, I too will cry and throw a controller. But right. I'm not buying this game to be frustrated. Little no, no. Also, we got Kiss Move. He definitely doing that a uh, second old challenge, just like he did. That's right. Uh, on, so he's got that going on, and then we got one more. What's that? That Days Gone, man. Yeah, man. So okay, so Days Gone was a game that when it was initially shown in 2016, a lot of people sort of just laughed it out of the building. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't necessarily a good showing, and it looked like it was a cookie cutter uh, sort of zombie game, <laughs> a oh. cookie cutter zombie game that was trying to to capitalize on the zombie craze, and it was sort of a uh, what many people felt was a, a weird game to sort of promote on the Sony side with the humongous shadow of Last mm -hmm. of Us 2 sort of looming. It didn't make sense to, to sort of be promoting this type of game and to be putting this game, this type of game out. Mm -hmm. um, so now three years later, we finally were, the game's gone gold. It's releasing in April. And we've finally been able to get, I guess, the embargo lifted on, on a few hours of, of initial gameplay. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, for the most part, the previews that I've seen, mm -hmm. everyone who had, had an, an initial trepidation about this game is saying, this game is probably going to be good, maybe great. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and it speaks, it speaks to a couple of things, right? It speaks to things that we've always given Sony credit for, which is sticking with 
with with properties and with games that people maybe their their initial releases aren't the greatest and then they allow them to to flourish and become great and the fact that they didn't sort of tell Ben to go back to the drawing board and maybe this is not a route that we want to take and they allowed them to continue to make this game and mm -hmm. polish it to the point that it's now something that some people are are super excited for mm -hmm. for its release I think it's 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 great and I think it's interesting and and as for me mm -hmm. I was one of those that was really on you know I I was down on it I said this doesn't feel like anything super interesting right. um it just doesn't feel like it, it feels like a really real cookie cutter take on the Sony formula right um and then seeing some of this preview stuff I'm like wow maybe they they mm. they, they, they made the combat deeper they've allowed you to now choose how you engage things much in the same way like like Sekiro like you can, you can do things stealthily you can do things sort of blowing everything up um and then the crafting mechanic and the sort of uh mm -hmm. the the economy and sort of uh, upgrading of your weapons and stuff like that seems like it's refined in a way that's very cool that again it wasn't something that that they ne necessarily were able to explain properly when they first talked about the game Mm -hmm. uh, in addition to that, the whole thing about the freakers, the you know the zombies that are in the game, the way that you <laughs> freakers, 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 freakers. <laughs> I feel like they got on two tops. Yeah. So apparently <laughs> they, they've expanded. They've, I know one thing that people thought was cool when they initially talked about the game was how you could sort of funnel them into these choke points and try to kill them. It, there was there was some sort of strategy involved in that. And mm -hmm. I think that well, yep. whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I, I think that whole thing they've sort of expanded on, and I yeah, honestly like m pretty much every single preview that I've seen has mm -hmm. turned on the game, mm -hmm. turned in a positive way. Yeah. In a positive way, yeah, yeah. Let's get in, man, man. Where you at? Days gone, man. I want to say first of all, you're welcome. Oh. I got you guys the lead <laughs> from Days Gone live on the show, Mister Undead. Oh, I didn't know he was the lead. Oh, he's the lead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just because every generic white guy with a beard, like, come on Whoa. now. <laughs> wow. and, and he still has the best porno name in the business. Oh, yeah, Deacon <laughs> Y'all are out of control. Can't say that, don't. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so, hey, where you at with this, man? Is it Does it uh interest you a little bit more, or you weren't really messing with it? Where you at with Days Gone? It's a zombie game. I don't care. In the bushes. Oh, wow. All right. Oh. There you go. I, I, don't, I don't play zombie games. Wait My, a minute. Like, Fallout is ostensibly a zombie game. Like, it's uh, a pretty got, zombies got, running around Fallout. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm, no what I'm talking about zombies are the only enemy type in this game. Mm. <laughs> no, you can call them freakers. You can call them whatever you want. They're mm. zombies. They, <laughs> they the play human, like zombies. They got all the human groups and stuff you got to fight against. Eh, nah, it's a zombie no. game. <laughs> no, not, not of interest mike p the truth where we at man i i just finished resident evil 2 i gotta go back to state of decay 2 still bushes oh wow damn. really just just because zombie you just you just gotta get away from the zombies or you just i'm just you know honestly i didn't see the new gameplay for it. it's just that i don't know i just i just gotta want to cool it on the zombies for a little bit i feel you i feel you I'm dead. I was done with zombies back in 2012. I made this decision a long time ago. The lead of Days Gone, undead. Well, we in there? We day oh, one. I, I'm in Days Gone, day one. There's a couple of this. 
Days Gone is a zombie game, so I'm there day one. Unlike Mike and Ivan, I 100% zombie games, I play them, I buy them. Like, one of my favorite games of this generation is State of Decay 2. Okay, like, the amount of fun I had with friends and the amount of time I put into that game, the fact that I still boot that game up at least once a week to dive in and have some more fun, I love zombie games. I love Sony Bend. They have a pedigree with the Siphon Filter series. They did an amazing Uncharted Vita title. Mm-hmm. They are their pedigree speaks volumes for who they are. The fact they've been working on this game for like six, seven years. I'm very excited to see what they're going to do with it. Um, they have settled some in, some worries I had. There were some things about the game that kind of made me go. Really? That's a weird design choice because it was like a really super serious setting they were trying to sell. And then they had them on the motorcycle. And I'm like, so if they're attracted to noise and I'm driving around on a motorcycle, like uh, I've got questions. I've got questions. But they seem to have ironed out the character. They seem to have ironed out what this game is, Mm -hmm. which is very important. I think what they really need to do before they launch this game, though, is they really need to sell people that this isn't The Last of Us. Because they've done a really poor job prior to the most recent previews at showing what this game does differently than The Last of Us. Because the thing is, is with The Last of Us, you had to focus, okay, I've got three clickers, two bullets, and one brick. How am I going to get through this? Right. Whereas with this game, you're still going to need to do resource management and everything else, but you're going to run into hordes where you're facing like thousands of these things, right? man. And you need to show that off and especially need to show off this horde tech that they're using because we have World War Z dropping the week before, which is also selling horde, quote unquote, horde tech. Yes. So they need to diversify and show what this game's about. But I'm really excited about it. I'm glad to see that they've taken this year compared to what we saw last year in that game or or even earlier yeah it was last year with the game informer preview where it was kind of looking really rough the bullet play did the gunplay didn't look good Mm -hmm. they've really taken that time they've polished it up Mm -hmm. i'm really excited for it i think it'll be a good game i don't think people need to put in like the spider-man god of war not every game is going to hit that level but i think this is going to be a really solid good game i hear you on that lord king man days going where you at bro no, oh, no. Now, I, I, this right here, I give to every last one of you Sony fake fans. Uh oh. All right, I want to tell you, Sony fake Good. fans, you uh, Sony Good. fraud fans. Every every last one of y'all, and I want y'all to keep that same energy when the game comes out. I don't want y'all talk about I was riding day one. The <laughs> second I saw that game, I said I am in. If I don't, I don't care what I like. Undead said he saw something that I, anything I saw of that game, it was oh top quality to me. All right, see now you see the from software. You saw that this that was my genre. Here we go, here we go. This is my genre now. Popping them guns, so I'm popping them guns. I'm running from zombies. I'm blowing them up. I told my son the other day. I said I can't wait to get that game in the house so I can set zombies on fire. That's exactly what I told him. He said we're going to do it together, Daddy. All right, so I'm molding him into a little king. So the fact that I'm able to hoard him up into one area and get a mass kill on, I hope it's a kill count. All right, so the game. Yo, listen, listen, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Sony does single player experiences better mm-hmm. than anybody this generation. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who the hell was questioning 
what was going on over at Sony, but mm -hmm. I know it wasn't that game you're supposed to be questioning. Now, mm -hmm. maybe y'all want The Last of Us first. See, this is where you're suffering from uh, Captain Marvel uh, Avengers Endgame-itis, mm -hmm. right? You're looking forward to that Endgame, but you're not trying to get this game first. Mm -hmm. right so you're not going to respect this game now you're going to have some people come out and say oh this game isn't really what i wanted okay so you really want the last of us save your bucks for the last of us and don't <laughs> worry about this don't put your two cents into this if you're not even going it, you're going half-hearted save yeah. your wallet and go to the last of us but this guy is going to get the highest level addition mm -hmm. i can get for this game because mm -hmm. it looks amazing and i'm playing on a pro i don't play on a simple a slim <laughs> or basic playstation play gaming again if they don't that's have a pro, right if you don't have a pro i don't want to hear right. nothing you talking about <laughs> yo you still yo child solid revenue chat let's see say what's up lords that's what's going on i haven't seen rev in a minute we gotta get them all yes man i'm with y'all listen it's weird because like I was calling it like Sons of Anarchy Zombies. <laughs> like, yo, I like it, man. Like, I, I mean, even from the beginning, you know, I just like that horde tech. I like how, like, oh, it was just massive zombies and you could use, you know, stuff against them, you know, with the initial vision. And then they had, like, the um the other rival group. So it was like you had the zombies, you had the humans, human gangs and stuff like that. I like that they really went back in the drawing board. They kind of, like, improved the narrative aspect. So that part, to me, really showed me that they take it a little bit more serious. It's Shout out to Ben, man. Like, they listening to the complaints. You know what I mean? A lot of people didn't like the initial stuff, even though I liked it. And they gave it time to cook. So based on what I'm seeing, you know, I'm with Undead, man. Like, I like zombie games as long as it's done right. If the story, the narrative is cool. And they do, the again, that dynamic between the human gangs and the zombie hordes. They got, you know, and then you get your little Daryl Dixon on, man. Yo, 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 And all that, man. Yo, like, yo, like, yo, yo don't you really want to be able to bring a horde over to a rival game? Get the rival game and set it up and just that, sit in the back that, and watch them eat them. Like this is what I want to do. Do yo, it's funny you said that because I remember one of the early previews of the game, they were using the horde as a mechanic mm -hmm. against other enemies. Like I liked it, that aspect of it. So I'm with it, man. I'm gonna give it a shot, man. Again, I think people got to keep their expectations in check. Not everything gonna be God of War, not everything gonna be last of us. And I think what the pro you know what it is? I think. For the Sony base, because Last of Us is there and it is what it is, and as soon as you see zombies, you automatically kind of pit. Mm -hmm. I just think this mm -hmm. is a different lane, and they, they, they're not trying to do that. So if you, like you said, King, if you come in there looking for Last of Us, this is not that. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But let's give it a shot on its own merit, and I think it might be a solid, you know, seven, eight. See what it do, man. That's all I got, man. So, uh, yeah, we got to get out of here. Um, Y'all already know about the Xbox ad. You know, it's out here. <laughs> the all-digital edition. You know what I'm saying? We talked about it. But, uh, Saul, if you want to finish up your topic and then um, we just get your, your, your point on it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just uh, super excited for these games, man. We had, we've had we had some start to the year. It really yeah. has been kind of nuts. Mm -hmm. um, and when it comes to Sekiro, like, I'm double dipping. Like, we're going to be we're gonna be at PAX when that game is out. And I'm not mm -hmm. taking my Xbox with me. So, yeah, I'll be getting it on pc as well i meant to ask you a question earlier mm -hmm. do you think sekiro existing is a sign that bloodborne 2 is dead i don't think so i think bloodborne 2 is is it's still going to be a sony property so i think you know they're just taking their sweet time with it and and they wanted to do something different with the formula um I'm glad because that means we're getting it on xbox and bloodborne 2 was i don't think that's happening so mm. i don't think it's dead not at all Mm. Yeah, 
No, that, that's days gone, y'all. And I already know I just wanted to throw in the uh, we got the official name for the uh, digital system, the, the clowning itself. They're calling it the sad. Yeah, they you need to saying? change that acronym, please. Let's do it. Yeah, we went from Xbox. I don't know who's naming things over at Xbox, but they gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, real quick, because we we already the Lord's already kind of talked about this as far as the uh, all digital system. You know, at least my perspective is more experimental phase. They want to, you know, try to test the market and then see what happens as far as uh, maybe potentially Lockhart or if it gets a good reception. Uh, multiverse, boys, what do you guys think, man, as far as the uh, console? I mean, you could call me Nostradamus because I wrote an article like a year ago about this and Ooh. I called that they were going to do this eventually. <laughs> so, um, I, I mean, it, it, it's inevitable. And I mean, if there's a way that they come out with an all digital console and whatever cost savings they have from that, sell it at a cheaper price, help them more move more units. You know, I, I, th I think it's a no brainer for them. You know, mm -hmm. it, it, people people are out there crapping on it on social media. Nobody's saying you have to buy it. It's just an option. <laughs> they, they, they corrected us. They're saying it's not the sad. It's the Xbox Sade, S-A-D-E. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, that's, they said we got it on. We got to throw that E on for Sade. Sade. Put some respect on it. Smooth I'm, operator. I'm done. I'm taboo. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm dead. And uh, Anchor, man, where, where you at, man? Xbox Sade. <laughs> Ivan, you want to go? No, you ready. All right. Um, I don't know. It's options. I got an X. I really don't care about having another Xbox. I'm past that point. Options are good. People can buy whatever they want to buy. A digital-only console makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, I would have loved to have seen them do something with the X, do a discless X, make it cheaper. That would have been... Because we've seen it in MPDs. MP, MPDs data stating that pros and X's are the ones that are moving really well. So if they made a discless X or a pro, I, I'd understand that a bit more. I think it's just options and they're testing the waters on can we sell people a digital only console? Will people buy that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, facts. Anchor, I'm going to let you close it out. I think it really just. Because if it's like a little bit cheaper, mm -hmm. like if, if it's like you can buy like what an S, you can buy an S for what three hundred bucks, mm -hmm. something like that, new. <laughs> yeah. And not if it's not going to be significantly cheaper, it's not going to really matter. Right. Now, so you, if, if they can have a thing out there, they can say like, "What was that?" No, I'm sorry. You think it's got to be significantly? So, like, give yeah. me a price point that you think it could work. Like, if this thing's under two hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. What's the S right now, y'all? What's the S right now? Like 250. That's still too much. Yeah, they got to bring it. Yeah, 250. But you get it for 179.95, you know, on a Black yeah. Friday, you, you bust that down to like a 150 and the dog get them in, get them out type of thing. Um, I honestly would uh once the next generation starts up, I will get my children that um this uh system uh as far as just you know having a stream box type of um uh digital thing. So I mean I don't know. This it, it is viable for my children, it's not viable for me. I need that 4K beautifulness. Oh, you already know, you already know. So that's what you got. That's what you got on the price point, Hank, all right? Yeah. It, it's got to be significantly cheaper to be worth our time. There we go. Y'all heard it from the fans. Get that shot A price down. We in there. So let's wrap this out of here, man. New ILP poll this week with the recent PS4 firmware announcement allowing remote play functionality to iOS phones and tablets. Do you think this will eventually lead to Sony adopting a more aggressive streaming approach with PS Now? 
The choices are A, no, remote play has existed for years. PlayStation Now will remain the same. B, yes, similar to xCloud, PlayStation Now will evolve to any device. Or C, I don't care. I'm not interested unless I get that PS Now on my toaster. Those are the choices. <laughs> Please rock the ILP vote when it goes up. Lords of the Multiverse, an absolute pleasure to have you in the realm. Where can the fine people find you? What do you have going on? We'll start with Lord Anchorman. All right, so you can find me personally at Anchorman V2 on pretty much every single platform, Xbox, PlayStation. Uh, if you want my Switch social security number, you know how to hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> You can find me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, and Command too. It's all the same. Um, if you want to follow the Multiverse Show and That's watch right. us uh, and that kind of stuff, you can go find us on YouTube at Multiverse Show, mm -hmm. or you can find us on Twitter also at Multiverse Show. Mm -hmm. uh, no space for that one. Uh, mm -hmm. We are going live tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, so mm -hmm. as we normally do Mondays. You're going to talk about that Captain Marvel? Maybe I might go see that later today. I know oh. that um, I know James has seen it, and I know that Sam has seen it. Oh, so you got to see um, it, okay, okay. Yeah, mm. so I, I got to see if I can make it up today to go see it or not. No, um, doubt. Still kind of no. absolute pleasure to have the multi bros in the building. Lord Mike Peter Truth with his debut, the dawn of the Legion, the game in Gambino. Yes, my man, what's going on, man? Where can the find people find you, bro? All right, guys, you can find me writing opinion pieces for the inner circle at tickgamesnetwork.com. Uh, I'm pretty much every gaming platform at Mike P. The Truth. Um, kind of like what Ivan said, if you want my Switch international phone number, just DM <laughs> Um, and on Twitter at the truth of Mike P. Woo, the truth. I love that name. <laughs> Shout out to Mike P with the debut and undead, my man, the Lord of Perspective and the infinite, infinite reoccurring multiverse guest. <laughs> Where can the people find you, guys? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at undead3xvi. You can add me on PlayStation, Xbox, Steam, all undead3xvi. I do not have a switch social security number. Um, <laughs> You can find anything I write, opinions, pieces, news, everything else at TickGamesNetwork.com and the Gaming Perspective podcast every Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. No doubt. You already know Lord Addict is in the bushes at work, so we won't shout him out right now. <laughs> Lord Solve, what's going on, man? Where can the five people find you, man? Everybody can find me on Twitter, Lord Sav ILP, and PSN Xbox Live at BX Sovereign. Big shout out to you guys, Multiverse Man. Pleasure to have you guys finally, at least, at least some of you on. Some of you, all right. Got half the panel at least. At least. <laughs> oh, no, we got we got the whole panel. You guys be forced out. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Seven hour show. Seven hours. I was at that point. No doubt. So I'm Lord of the Iron Bank. Lord King out here, Labo shaming. <laughs> nerve. <laughs> Yo, check this out, right? So y'all see that uh giant statue over there, right? Y'all see that Voltron, right? This is a huge statue. I will have my son stand next to it, but he's upstairs playing games. Um, this week on uh, King of the Statues, every Wednesday, 7 a.m. Standard Eastern Time, Eastern Standard Time. Um, you're going to see this week. I'm gonna debut a new series in the King of the Statues uh format. It's going to be our versus series. It's going to be a statue versus another statue. Might be a, a line versus another line. But this week, I'm debuting 
four statues. Oh, we getting four. You're getting four. I mean, I got a lot of boxes, so I gotta I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta shake it up. I gotta shake it up, people. All um, right. But uh, four statues, four epic statues, four statues that's going to yank at your childhood. I had somebody DM me and told me that Voltron made them cry when they heard the music, and he was like, "Let's, yeah, yeah." yeah. He's like, "Where, where can I get it, and how can I get it?" I said, "Brother, it is sold out, and with fourteen hundred, if you're gonna get it aftermarket, you could probably get it for two grand on eBay if somebody is selling it to you." Um, but also, uh, combat talk with the king this week. Combat talk with. It comes out when I wanna. All right. <laughs> when when I wanna watch a fight, when I is a fight worth my time. This weekend you have Sean Porter versus Ugas. I thought Ugas was gonna beat him. I watched the fight. Ugas did beat him, but did he get the uh the victory? No, he didn't get the victory because Ugas is not managed by Al Heyman and Sean Porter is, and they need Sean Porter to fight somebody else to lose with somebody with a name. All right, so I would have told you that anyway. If Ugas didn't knock him out, then Ugas was not going to win the belt. It was the UFC fight this weekend. Um, Cognito and Sovereign can attest uh, to that. Eric Lewis in the bushes, he got smoked out of here. DeSantos did his business. Yeah, shout out to Sagano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely Sagano good. Returns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely worthwhile. But um, catch us at lordsagaming.net. Uh, catch us at uh, the last word. On Fridays, I said it right. I said it right, and I've been practicing. No doubt, man. Shout out to that, man. You already know what it is, man. Lord, I'm gonna go shout out again to the Lords of the Multiverse. Finally, got a chance to get this thing done. Hit that like, subscribe, all that notification, gang. All that you already know the uh timestamps and the audio will be up by my man Lloyd Kaibatsu. Hopefully, later tonight, tomorrow morning, the latest and the links will be on that. Make sure you please check out lordsgaming.net. All your latest gaming news, a lot of walkthroughs, a lot of stuff going. Going out and uh yeah man some of the hottest riders up and coming in the game trying to get their pieces to you so please support them when they can shout out to the stream team lord sonaldo el boogie in the chat i saw you and old school style mj's a boss and lord delapo we're gonna be still streaming actually lord attic a little bit now he's got a pc so he will be a little bit more active now and uh check out for that dream daddy challenge that he has to do <laughs> so that's, that's gonna be up there's gonna be absolutely hilarious the beard will be in the game king statues number three like uh king said no, that's four, four, four. number four is coming but number three is out there i don't oh, i want to yeah. give you that proper light oh, on number you. Three. you know what i'm saying it was really a spectacular if you want a piece of your childhood please check it out he's got one video of the unboxing another video of a breakdown of the piece it's fantastically done music is great and he's got the best intro beat in the business so please support my brother lord king out there and you already know ebontis number 52 last word is up uh getting into that destiny division and anthem looter shooter talk you already know division is coming so we had to talk about that as well everybody enjoy your sunday if anybody got anything else we're good all right wait 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 there's more no i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> enjoy your sundays peace